I'm just going to do a little bit of pre-intro to this podcast. Um, If you're hearing this, I've gone ahead and decided to release the impromptu podcast that I did last night. Because there was a lot of good information. There was a few bloopers. I ended up using a different platform and did not record for the first 24 minutes that we were talking. But that was just the part we were discussing stuff. So for 30 minutes, I had already been drinking. And by the time we started the show over, as you can tell into the podcast, (laughs) that I got hammered very quickly. And a lot of the discussion at the end is me hiccuping and still trying to talk and discuss, which I I feel like I did a pretty good job. Um, I got a few laughs out of it. Please forgive it. I mean, it is what it is, and I'll try to do better next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it the same way I did. All right, we're about to do another show where we're just talking about Packers and all the stuff in football, NFL in general. Mostly Packers, obviously, because we're Packers fans first and foremost. Um, You guys go ahead and introduce yourself, telling me your Twitter names, what you want to be called, and if you need any plugs or, um, you know, shout out to whoever you want, feel free. Hi, my name is Jamie. My Twitter ad is Jamie, no last name. I'm also known as Jamie Cheesebutt, as some like to call me as an endearing nickname. Some like it, some don't. And I am a huge diehard Green Bay Packer fan. I've loved football for a long time now, since I was in high school. And yeah, I'm here to talk about football and I'm here to talk about Packers. I'm Frank B on Twitter at FantasyWireHQ. And then I do tons of fantasy football on there. I've been doing that for a couple of years just for fun. Huge NFL fan. I do FantasyWireHQ.com website with rankings, fantasy stuff, podcasts once a week with game previews on all the matchups. And I like to profile players that are kind of like your lineup decisions. You know, you can't decide, do I play this guy, player A or player B in my flex spot? I don't know. People need that. People need that. Yeah, everybody knows the the locks and people you're going to start week in and week out. But those other players are the ones I kind of focus on. I do that usually every Thursday. It's a podcast in 30 minutes or less. A lot of stats, just fun stuff. And it's more NFL takes I'm, I'm leaning more to NFL takes because I love fantasy football, but like you guys, I'm more of an NFL fan. So the fan perspective comes out in me and usually takes over the podcast. But uh, for fantasy stuff, yeah, if you're trying to decide between Kareem Hunt or MVS this week, you know, I'll break down some stats and talk so about So the that. underrated guys, the guys that yeah. don't get talked about, yeah. Yeah. And, once, and you see it on Twitter exactly, with people. Jimmy. Yeah, people put polls out with, you know, 50 players and they're, give you no context to what the poll is and then get mad when you don't vote. Oh, shade. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me on. Packers fan. I'm up here in Wisconsin, so I appreciate it. I'm excited to talk Packers tonight. Obviously, I'm the host. I'm crazy. You guys already know. K-R-A-Z-I-E. That's how you spell it. You guys should know how to spell legacy already. Um, I do a lot of promotion on my regular account, but don't forget to follow at Crazy Town on Twitter, which has my link to my podcast and everything. Um, I am 
I, I, like I said, I can't say it's a lifelong Packers fandom, but it might as well be. Because when I really decided was when I was 17 and um, I moved to Wisconsin and it just won me over. Like prior to that, I was kind of like a football, all football. I did like the Packers. I liked them because my dad was a real diehard fan and I loved his fandom. But boy, if you think Packers talking shit now are one thing my dad used to, oh my God, my dad, <laughs> he would talk so much shit. Like he would tell him if they were doing bad, he's screaming at the T, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's not, I'm like, dad, they can't hear you. I don't care. Like my dad would get mad, mad. So was and it I, the thick Chicago accent? <laughs> what are these Lewis's doing? Do no, he was from so Wisconsin. Hard. So he got, he was all Wisconsin all the time. So okay. I was born in Illinois. Now I had the the Midwest. Everyone's like, well, when you say Chicago, we we hear it. We can hear it. And I'm like, well, well they're like, why aren't you a Bears fan? I was like, well, the Bears You're like, suck. these guys. <laughs> they suck. What are you talking about? No, but you know. To be honest, like, you know, 85 was their year back when I was born in 76. Mind you, when I started watching football, I was really young. By the time I was 10, I was still watching football. If you, you don't touch the TV, it didn't matter. It was college, NFL, every game was on the TV. He didn't, this, like me, I'm kind of stuck up. I only watch certain games and some games get put on the dry, on the back burner. My dad was all football all the time. That's what was on TV. If football's playing, that's what's on TV. And he was a Packers fan. And he was even one that said, he was like, you were born in Illinois. You're supposed to be a Bears fan because I had a Raiders jacket. <laughs> he was like, what are you doing with a Raiders jacket? I was like, I don't know. I like the colors. He's like, you're supposed to be a Bears fan. You're born in Illinois. And I'm like, well, he's like, what does that matter? You know, but yeah, so it was hilarious. But my dad wouldn't let me have the Packers. He actually bet against me all the time. We did betting since I was really young. So until I moved to Wisconsin and actually got to know the team, like, you know, when I was a teenager, was, I, I love football, love to watch it, but I didn't really choose a team. I really liked the Packers because I loved my dad's fandom and I thought it was hilarious, but I didn't have a team. And then when I moved to Wisconsin and I was like, I went to Lambeau and I was like, wow, like, wow. Like, this is beautiful, you know, and like the history and everything. And I was like, oh, wow, it doesn't even have an owner, you know, the city owns it. And I loved Wisconsin, so I just everything about it. But that solidified it. So that's where I came into the Packers. That's awesome. Because, yeah, I, I I, mean, the stadium is awesome. It's still awesome. And I've, it's not the only one I've been to, but I haven't been to that many either. So, mm. But yeah, my dad was a Wisconsinite or whatever you call I really don't know what they call them. Wisconsinians, Wisconsinites. Wisconsinite. Wisconsinites, Gun. right? Or uh, alcohol, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> or drunks. Drunks, yeah. There's there's a good book. I read, I read this little short book called Wisconsin Death Trip. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. What's that about? <laughs> it sounds it sounds very dark, but it's it's historic. It has... Oh. Newspaper clippings from the 1800s. Oh, I like that. Yeah, uh -huh. so it's like looking at front page newspaper um, from the 1800s and early 1900s, and just about every single paper has got mm -hmm. people getting drunk at the lake. 
So oh. when people say it's a way of life, it is it absolutely is. a way of life. And my dad would tell you, my dad would tell, oh my God, my dad used to tell me stories and mind you, I, my dad had lived in Ogdensburg, okay? Ogdensburg, Ogdensburg has 103 people into it. Yep. Maybe it might be 130 now, but all of my family owns a lot of land up there. Um, I have a lot of family in Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. Wisconsin itself, without the Green Bay Packers, is still a pretty boss state. You know, I mean, I, I love it up there. Um, but I mean, they, what a better state to have your team come from is that one. Like, it just. It's historic and amazing. Now I'm going to have to go back and look at that stuff. Yeah, it's a good book. It's short. It's a good read. It's got a lot of illustrated pictures of the actual mm. newspapers from all these different I towns. Black River Falls. Um, oh, I love that. Black, Black River Falls was the main one because that's where all the railroad was, was functioning and driving. Yes. So most of the stuff mm. is from that area. There's a lot of stuff I like in Milwaukee, that. Sheboygan. Um, mm. Green Bay, I think, is in there a couple places. I, I read it a long time ago, but it was a really good book because I love history. I'm a history junkie, and that one had some crazy stories hey, of just like we do crazy history stuff trivia. I love history. Yeah, I love it. So that that's a good read. What's it called again? Wisconsin Death Trip. Wisconsin. I'm, right, death I'm trip. writing it right now. <laughs> it was I'm years Googling ago. I read that. Right it was it was great. <laughs> Um, my uncle wrote a book, but it was about our family in Wisconsin, and I will not share the name of that book. Um, <gasps> Why not? I'm curious. Oh, girl, scandals on top of scandals in my family. But my Ooh. my family is all from Wisconsin. My dad's entire <gasps> Appleton is the central, right? And Appleton, like if you go, I lived in Appleton for several years. I loved Appleton. Appleton did not love me. Matter of fact, everybody wants to know the story. I'm, I, yes, I am banned from Wisconsin. I am not supposed to enter the state. When I enter the state, I act like a very, 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 very law-abiding citizen. I go where I'm going. I don't drive very far. And I go to the games. I behave myself. And it's for shit that happened 20 years ago. I know everybody wants to know the story. We're not going to tell that right now because it's not a... It's not I don't Packers. Think, well, it's not Packers, Packers one. And the second thing is, it's not a story that I can tell beginning to end. It's over a lot of years of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants a story, but mm. it's just a lot of stacked up shit. So the, 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 uh, the thing about the Packers is, is why is my favorite football team in a state that I can't go to? <laughs> it sucks. That's but. life. Everything. Everybody thinks that's hilarious. I still go. I have gone to Lambeau. I have been banned from this state since 1998. And I have re-entered the state several times. But again, I was growing up at the time. So, like, you know, I was being cool and calm and collected. And I am trying to take care of it. But that's a whole story for a whole nother show sometime. So Wisconsin Death Trip. I am going to look that up because that sounds extremely It says there's a film, so I'm in I'm interested in, lo in looking at the film. Oh, I never knew there was a film. Is there? Uh, oh wow, you yeah. might be it might be something unrelated. Oh nineteen. But the maybe. book's always better anyways. Docudrama. An hour and sixteen minutes. Huh. Oh, I you know what? I love Wisconsin docu and Wisconsin is awesome. I hate to say it. Everybody can say what they were gonna say, but 
had a lot of fun in Wisconsin. They didn't always like me, but I liked them a lot. <clears throat> so anyway, so sorry we get all that's a really good thing of mine like i love to get sidetracked and go off onto other tangents that's a real specialty of mine so um one of the things that i wanted to i want to talk about today is like the last game that we played i want to take away the good and the bad of it and what do we need to focus on from that game or just in general on the game coming up with the falcons when that last game when we were playing it everybody against the saints everybody was like saints is really good you know like you guys but everybody also said oh well you know um they lost to the raiders so they were kind of judging the saints based on their loss to the raiders so then what happened was is at first everyone said if the packers beat the saints you know they're legit but if they don't then we're gonna like last year we're frauds we're frauds we're winning but we're frauds right and then when the raiders lost i mean when the saints lost to the raiders everybody's like oh well you know that's the raiders so if they lost to the raiders and they lost to the paint the packers all of a sudden the packers lost their oh well that's not as good a team anymore because they lost to the raiders so what do we take away from that last game against the saints the good the bad what do we need to focus on going forward with the Falcons? Jamie? Well, the good, I would start with our offense. Obviously, they are the bright spot right now in our team. Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out. He's getting rid of the ball faster. Um, even though some may say our wide receivers are struggling, that we don't have any weapons, I think that Green Bay has found many ways to, even if we're missing guys, we're still scoring points. It's still above 20 30 points and I another bright spot that many are not really talking about is Matt LaFleur I think his yes. play calling has been outstanding he's very smart I love the way he's been scheming and it really makes me excited I know a lot of people are, are worried about this upcoming game because you know Devontae's out and then Lazar got injured and went surgery and all that but there's someone very important in our team that has been really good for us and that's been our coach so I feel like those are really good for us the bad I'm going to call our run defense out um the tackling wasn't the greatest and I just feel like we need to clean up on on those things um I'm still trying to figure out if it's a patine thing or, or if it's a, a pen thing or if it's a an execution thing if it's, it's on the players um which is something we'll talk about later on but definitely that is my bad for me uh, and the injuries is another bad thing. It's too many injuries, not only with our team, but across the NFL. Right. And there is an injury bug going around, and it sucks. And what I, need, what I think we need to focus on is winning games, period. doesn't matter how. doesn't matter if it looks pretty. As long as we get that win, that's all that matters is that we advance towards I'm, at, I'm with you on that one mother loving 100 percent, ugly or, or pretty it doesn't matter a win's a win um frank what are your thoughts i was gonna say for well just looking so my takeaway from the last game is like we we got the saints at the right time they're i don't think they're a fraud but they're reeling a little bit they took that raiders loss and i think that caught them off guard they go back to New Orleans. The Packers haven't won in New Orleans in, what, 10 years or something, they said? Yeah. Usually we go down there and lay an egg. 
So to go down there, catch them at the right time, and walk out of there with a win, the takeaway for me is like, that's taking care of business. So this team mm -hmm. knows what they got to do when they go on the road. So I like that. And I thought the good was kind of like what Jamie said with Aaron Rodgers, the problems last season, because the team wasn't perfect. They won games and they got it done. They got farther than most expected. But the problem last year that I saw was Aaron Rodgers would not go through his reads. He would, he would just lock into one guy. Oh, the progressions weren't there. Careful, so, Frank. Careful, careful, careful. I'm all, I'm all in it. So when he's, <laughs> when he's, when he snaps and drops back, it's like he's locking in on Adams and it's home run ball. Mm -hmm. And that's what we heard at the end of the season with Mike McCarthy is that he would blatantly ignore the play call yeah. and go out there and mm -hmm. draw stuff up in the mud and say just mm -hmm. go get open. Mike McCarthy also was lax on his play calling and would just run streaks. Right. Zero mm -hmm. creativity. So mm -hmm. the good in seeing Aaron Rodgers drop back and scan that field right to left and then yes. make throws, make throws while he's looking the other way. Yeah. That was insane, right? Yeah. That showed the good in that shows me that the rhythm and the confidence in Matt LaFleur's mm -hmm. offense is mm -hmm. starting mm -hmm. to come around like when you yell at your kid and you're like, yes. and they're like, huh? <laughs> I think I understand now. Right? I think I understand now. I think he's yeah. starting to see that they're buying the offense, into it. Yeah, there's a purpose to it. And these plays mm -hmm. really do set up the next set of plays and the formations, yeah. how they can run mm -hmm. so much out of it, is yes. going to pay off. It, it may not seem like it's working or going to do anything in the first quarter, but that third yeah. quarter play, that's when you're going to hit the home run. That's when that's you're going right. to throw the bombs. Mm -hmm. So I thought. Mm -hmm. Seeing Rodgers look extremely comfortable was a very good thing. And yes. I think seeing it in week three was an added bonus because yes. installing an offense takes time. So year That's one, right. yeah, year yeah. one, you work out the kinks and you do all that. But year two, maybe it's halfway through the season, second, third quarter. But to see it this early was a good thing. And the bad, I, I thought the bad was just the poor tackling, um, the mm -hmm. defense has got mm -hmm. to cover up a lot of holes with the run game. And I know we're going to talk about the run defense later. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, I, don't, I don't know. The urgency of the game plan defensively was weird to me. That I know they were kind of aggressive, but you can only be so aggressive with what you got. And I don't mm -hmm. know what, what Mike Pettin does to, to scheme some stuff open or blitzes or just get creative with things. We'll see the next couple games. But – the defense was concerning and I thought bad to look ahead at the schedule and say, man, we got to stop a lot of good teams here that can throw it that's down the right. field. Mm -hmm, so that's, mm -hmm, that's kind of, mm -hmm. that's my bad concern. And then the focus on the upcoming game with the Falcons, I know everybody's saying shootout and that's good. The mm -hmm. one thing that scares me is Julio Jones because that guy literally yes, owns yes. our He's asses. Back. He is like, so good. Yeah. Like Randy Moss used to dominate the Packers. Mm. So, I know Julio's banged up, and I think Alexander can contain him. They can roll coverage to him, and they can they mm -hmm. can work with mm -hmm. that. But Ridley is a beast, and Ridley's Another making one. a name for himself. Gage mm -hmm. can get open out of the slot. They can move him around. So I think the the focus should be on control the clock. Like you got to do yeah, yeah. got to do what the Ravens do and ground and pound, run Aaron Jones, control, keep their mm -hmm. offense off the field. Mm -hmm. Yes. And just, 
control what they're control. going to do. That's, that's really it. You got to control yeah. the game. You yeah, have they, to. They got to lock down that clock and just own the field. So I'm, I'm hoping that's the plan. But, you know, the Falcons have been in 30-plus point games down yeah, the wire. Yeah, buddy. Three, yeah. three weeks in a row. Yeah, so, I mean, buddy. I'm kind yeah. of expecting that. But in a perfect world, I would hope they game plan to just heavy run, ground and pound, and just take them out of it. Yeah, no, Most you definitely. know what? That's a big deal because I see a lot of, oh, well, it's the Falcons. They're zero and three. And I'm like, stop it. Stop yeah, you it. Can't, yeah. Because if they put it, they can put up the points. The problem is, is that they don't maintain the lead. They lose it. Their defense loses it. That's just the same thing that we faced before. It's nothing yep. new. Our defense mm -hmm. has given up the lead when we've had the lead before. You know what I mean? Like defenses win championships. I'll always believe that. So if you don't have a proper defense to hold them back from scoring when you score, that's exactly what's going to happen. And, and unfortunately, on the second half, those Falcons defense, they get tired. They're tired. And now the team is allowed to put up those points that they didn't put up in the first half. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is the clock, because it doesn't matter mm -hmm. how good, you know, we can, on paper and on the field, we can be the more dominant offense. Yep. But if, if it's whoever scores in the last 30 seconds and we just <laughs> don't have the ball, right. we're screwed. Yeah. That's it. You're, that's yeah. tough luck. So mm -hmm. you got you to gotta control it. It's definitely oh, yeah. going to be on time, time management for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Control of the field is a hundred percent of the game. And that's one thing that we've dominated this season so far. If you look back and the reason why we dominated so much is the offense took a lot of the time. They were a lot of the clock and the defense didn't have to tire themselves out to give us the win. Because they were doing enough. They're not going all the way to the red zone like we were last year. Last year, we were a big-time red zone defense. In the red zone, they were holding them to either field goals, which you cannot beat us mm -hmm. with field Under goals. That's not going to happen. Goal, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or, or mm -hmm. they were holding them against the touchdowns. That's, gonna, that's a big deal. The one big deal about that is, is we're not the red zone defense. I'm not saying we're championship defense. Okay. I understand. We also had Kenny Clark out last game. We've had some major players out in the last game, and we still put up 37 points. So you got to give us some kind of credit. Yep. Going into the Falcons, mm -hmm. do I believe it's going to be a high-scoring game? Yes, I do. Um, it's not going to be 47. I don't believe the Falcons will get in the 40s. I think we will get in the 40s, maybe pretty close to the 40s. And I think the Falcons will get somewhere around close to the 30s. It's not going to be some big-ass gap like everybody's expecting. It's not going to be like that. I think that it's going to be a slightly shootout game. Falcons are going to do their thing like they always do. And then we're going to do our thing. And it's going to make a huge difference if Kenny's not back. It's going to make a big difference if Adam's not back. Because now we've lost Lazard, too. So it's going to make a big difference. Aaron Rodgers, and I hate to say this, Aaron Rodgers is going to once again have to put us on his back like a little backpack, and he's going to have to carry us this game. He's going to have to unless Aaron is in the game. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Wow. Super disrespect unless Tay is in the game. Hey, the over-under is 57. So, well, well, well. 
know what I mean? Over under is fifty seven. Nice. Um, you know what? <laughs> even if our even if our defense does struggle, um, I truly believe that our offense can can keep up with any offense. They can. They will so, be able too. to score because look, we have a full tight end core and our running backs. There's so much versatility on our team right now that a lot of these guys can be moved around in the field, especially our tight ends. If Josiah comes back, he can be moved everywhere. He can be wide receiver. He can, he can go anywhere in the slot, everywhere. So I see a lot of three tight end sets. A lot of I and I'm here for. I love tight ends. They're my one of my. That's my favorite position. And I'm here for the multi tight end sets. And Lafleur has been implementing them a lot, and I'm excited for that. So I'm excited to really see tight ends go out there and the running backs. Aaron Jones in the backfield a couple times with Sorvin Irvin. Pounding the field, and as along with Jamal. So, are we going to score? Do we have the people? Yes, we do. What so do you think of the I drives they're putting together? I like them. I, I, I'm telling you, I've been pretty con- content content with the way that Matt Lafleur has been structuring everything and how everything's been building up. And you know what I like about and that's been different in the past is that we're not shooting towards towards like the the red zone all the time like we're like slowly like moving down the field like marching the field, like one down exactly. one first down at a time and so instead of like try to go through like the, the the deep ball just one first down at a time and marching down the field and that's how we eat up the clock and that's how we keep we run 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 get get those yardage throw a pass until we get to the to the red zone so that's been a positive that i've noticed that has been a difference from the past we're just you know throwing who else likes balls. to do that? Drew Brees likes mm-hmm. to do that shit. With those yeah, it's throwing the whole run ball. Yeah. <laughs> well, not anymore because he can't throw past five yards apparently. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, but he'll but, march yeah. right the fuck down that field though. So that's another thing. They almost they tried and he they did. tried and he did with those short passes. He got down the field and then Kamara just scored on us. And that's fine. But guess what? We Our offense was still able to keep up with exactly. that and score more points than they did. Exactly. And that's what I think is going to happen this, this Monday is that they will they are going to score. That's not going to be yeah. a surprise to us. But Green Bay Packers are going to respond. Exactly. Yeah, I like the drives. The, the drives they're putting together move the chains. Mm-hmm. And they're very mm-hmm. – they're more methodical yes. than they were with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, yes, that's yes. right. Yeah. He was very and more out overplayed. And more exactly. Matt Lafleur is more aggressive. Exactly. They're going Here, down, they're going exactly, Jamie. You're exactly right. He's more aggressive. When we were going to take Mike McCarthy's a field goal, take the field goal kind of guy. Mark, Matt Lafleur is go for it. Go for it. Four and one, go for it. Four and three, go for it. Four and five, go for it. Let's do it. Let's get it. You know but what I'm saying? Because he has – because he has the trust in Aaron Rodgers. I think Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers, not, I'm not saying they had a beef. They didn't have a beef, okay? Aaron Rodgers, I don't believe, has a beef. He's just a fucking, he just knows, like. The alpha. He, exactly. Listen, you got to have a communication. And LaFleur came in and said, dude, well, let's talk about it. Let's communicate. I've yeah, said this he's before. Really created that it's a relationship. Work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't have animosity towards your coach. And Mike McCarthy, don't get me wrong. I like Mark McCarthy. He's a great guy. I think that he's not, he's not a horrible person. That has nothing to do with it. 
he ran his course in Green Bay. And if I'm telling you, if to be honest with you, if that's like a corporation. Why do you think they switch CEOs out? Why do you think they switch CEOs out? Why do you think they do that? Because there has to be new generation, new eyes, new plays, new thoughts, new all of that stuff. It was his time. It was time to move around. That doesn't mean don't be a head coach because now you get challenged with new stuff. That just means that the Packers needed somebody new because you're not I mean, he had our, our stars that are right now. He had those guys on the bench, Adams, Jones, Jamal, stuff like that. Yeah. And, Aaron but he, Jones. it's not because mm-hmm. he didn't know, you know why he didn't know? Because they weren't in, they were sitting, waiting for their opportunity. Mike McCarthy brought us through a great era that we got to give him a respect. Absolutely. He got us a Super Bowl in his era. Beautiful. That's wonderful. You've run your time. It's time to move on. And he's not, he's not, he's not a, like a, he's not like against us or anything. I mean, he has to in, in public say he might not like the Packers, but I bet you still, he still has a soft spot. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. We move on. Matt LaFleur has done excellent, excellent job as I actually had a little bit of reservations when he came on. Because I was like, the Titans, dude? Like, he came from the Titans? Like, they suck. Like I was excited for him. I wasn't excited. Just because I was, I really wanted a younger, maybe because I was, like, very enamored with uh, McVay. Um, So I was like, no, we need, this is a time for a fresh mind, new eyes. I was excited for a younger coach. And a lot of people were like, Oh, yeah, I agree with you. But I was like, oh, my God, look at Sean McVay. I was set back a little bit by him being on the 49ers and him Mm -hmm. being so young. And I actually kind of thought that Mike, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, I was like, damn. So like (laughs) Aaron's like going to try to be this, you know, he's the alpha. Like he ran this shit. It wasn't Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers ran this shit. He carried his, our asses on his back for all these years. Like how's he get? And he came from the Titans and the Titans suck. So I was like, how is this motherfucker going to come in and be my head coach? He better not mess up my team. (laughs) I think a lot of people were thinking that way as well. You weren't in the But I I did give him the benefit of the doubt. I didn't talk shit about him. Let's see what you got. He brought me a 13 and three fucking first year uh, head coach team. So I don't give a damn what nobody says about last year. That first year coach and all the new people brought me a 13 and 3 team. Before his first year, I think he did really good. Yeah. If you ask me, compare that to all the other first time coaches. He broke all a lot of oh, records yeah. of that other first time coaches hadn't, especially for like the records for the Green Bay Packers yeah. alone. He surpassed all of those records. So I think even Aaron broke some records because of him, because he was a first time coach and all it was like the whole team was like remodeled kind of just with one beam standing and the beam of hope and the pillar of hope was Aaron Rodgers. He was the beam that they built around again. When we've been asking for this for how long? Four years? For them to build a team around Aaron Rodgers and not have Aaron Rodgers as the only thing holding the team up? Am I wrong about that? If you ask me, the thing that's been – and 
I might get canceled for this, cancel me. The thing that has been holding <laughs> us back has been a defense. Tell me yes. when is the oh, last yeah. time for we sure. had a top five, top ten defense in the green. 2010. That was the magic right. carpet ride, though. You know, so give me a defense. I've been saying, I've been crying for 10 years. Give me a defense. You know, because I know that If you people... look at the Niner game yes. last year, yes, our offense didn't keep up, but it was our defense that led all those yards on the ground because we couldn't stop the run. And that's been an issue for a long time, which is a great segue to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye. But it's the truth. Okay. Let's let just let's let's go based on that, okay? What our next topic was is our run defense better, worse, or the same? And uh Jamie, please. <laughs> Jamie, please. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, as of last year. Yep. Okay. I was I was I feel that this year it's regressed a little. Be and I know that it wasn't like great last year, but I, I feel like some games, for example, I remember being, I remember a lot of us were nervous about stopping Christian McCaffrey last year when that Panther game, that Snowy Panther game. And we, I don't, I don't have the, the numbers here in front of me, but I don't think he ran all over us like we thought he would. And that, that's when I really saw our red, like our red zone run defense. Our red zone defense was really good last year. And I feel like this year, it's not that great. So I feel like in a, in a, in a sense, what I've noticed, that it has regressed a little. And some games last year, I saw that they were better. In the, in the three games that we've seen, it's still only three games. It's still early, I know. But in the three games, I feel like it's regressed a little bit. Um, and maybe the, the factor is that Clark, Clark has, been, has been gone and he's such a, like, a strong leadership force there. So maybe that's why, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm dead on with you, and I think that is what you said about that Panther game is exactly the, a reason for the take that I have. And I think if you look at the run defense to last year, what have they done to get better? And it's nothing. They've made complete lateral moves. They got Kirksey over Blake Martinez. Okay, well, Kirksey is now on IR. Um, Alexander, Amos... And Savage, my hometown Baltimore, Darnell Savage, um, the backfield, I love the backfield. I'm excited about that backfield. I think there are playmakers back there, and they can do stuff. But that front seven, to me, as an NFL fan, it's all about the trenches. Games are won and lost in the trenches. But when, like you said, Jamie, about the Panther game and Christian McCaffrey, so how do we go from shutting him down and taking him out of the game, the most potent mm -hmm. weapon in the NFL, mm -hmm. yes. and then turn around and we let, you know, running Mostert. back run, run all over us to death, right? Most. How does that happen? I didn't so, understand it. I needed someone to explain that to me. Well, the reason I think that happens is because Mike Pettin gets too cute on these play schemes or what he's putting in a game plan week to week. For whatever reason, they stepped up their game to set a defense in preparation for the Panthers, and it worked. Do, do they outsmart themselves in certain matchups when they look at players or evaluate the opposition and say, we got to do A, B, and C? 
instead of doing A, E, and F. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. do, they pick, mm -hmm. do they pick the wrong areas to focus on? Or are they just trying to get too cute with coverages and blitz packages? Or I don't know. So to me, as we were talking about the offense in Mike McCarthy versus Matt LaFleur and the play calling, I think the mm -hmm. play calling has a lot to do with that defense for some reason. I can't put my mm -hmm. finger on it, but mm -hmm. not having the big bodies in the trenches is really hurting us. And that is, it, you've got to address, they've got to address it, whether it's, um, who was the guy they signed off the street on that Super Bowl run? Green, was it Green? Who was that guy? That big ass defensive tackle. Hmm? No, 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 no. The defensive tackle when they won the Super Bowl. I cannot think of his name. He was, he was like, I don't doing remember. insurance in Louisiana and he drove straight remember. to Green Bay. Victor Green? No. Mm, Amon, well, Green no. was Amon no. Green, so it wasn't a No, green. but that was, no. I don't mm. remember that. I'm going to have to look it up, but it, they need to sign a free agent or get somebody in to address that line. We were hoping to get snacks, but he's in, the, he's in Seattle at the moment, apparently. <laughs> yeah, somebody. You know, I think if they can shore up the trenches, that's when the backfield is really going to shine and make plays. Because if you can, you know, get pressure with your front and not have to rely on so many blitzes and bringing DBs off the edge and down around the line of scrimmage, let them shine keep the linebackers clean, that's when your backfields are making plays, picking off passes, and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think it's a lateral move on defense. I really don't think yeah. they're much better. If the play yeah. calling changes, I'll give them an edge. But I need mm -hmm. to see more games. <laughs> Do you guys remember this? Uh, right, right after the Niners game, there was a story that came out. It was more like a tabloid story, I guess, but there was this story about how Pettin was using the same scheme that he had been using or like the same play yeah. style that he had been using in the but past and how the other team, how the Niners had like seen it. So it was a very predictable. So because it felt like everything that he kept trying, like they knew what to do or then they just kind no, of overcame it because they an knew excuse. what was coming. I'm sorry, but that's bullshit because you know what? If, the Ravens did it. It burned the rate. Howard Green. Howard Green is your Howard defensive Green. tackle. Yep. Um, That's who it was. No, the, I was trying the to Ravens find did it. that when um, they lost against the Chargers. The yeah, first but listen, if he oh, had done anything real really damaging, he would have been off oh, the team already. No they tackle. didn't vote him off the team. but They didn't. Because it wasn't like a really huge, it was just like a story. And then I was just like, that's. First of so all, you can lose stuck. any of their defenses. All you got to do is watch them. That's all you got to do is watch them. It's not that hard to learn. So I was just defense. hoping that he would just be more dynamic, more creative in his scheme yes. planning. That was just yes. me. All right. Well, then you guys are going to hate my take because uh, <laughs> I disagree with you just a little bit. Okay. Not a holy, not, I actually agree with everything that you're saying. All right. Um, the one thing that I see though, is that we're not letting them get all the way down to the red zone before we're stopping them, which is a big deal because last year it seemed like they would run us all the way down the fucking field and then our red zone defense would kick in. And then they would either just kick a field goal or they wouldn't get the foot, the touchdown. The bend but don't break defense. Exactly. The bend but don't break. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So this year I feel like not that they're not – I'm not saying that they're 100% and I give them an A+. Plus. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel like it's a, a C plus nearly B 
maybe mid B defense because I feel like that they're still they're given a little bit of yards. They are given a little bit of yards. Okay, the runners are running. They have their routes. They're going. Okay, our run defense is not a hundred percent re like better, but it's a li- just just enough that they you know like they run, but they don't run all the way down to the red zone. Only yeah. enough because last year to me, it seemed like every fucking play they were run us down to the red zone and we were right in 10th, uh, first in goal or second in goal. And they would, you know, and then we would stop them. They would get a field goal. And the reason we would beat them is because you can't beat the fucking Packers with field goals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. that doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. You got to get touchdowns, <clears throat> not field goals to beat the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Let's just put that out there. But I'm not saying 100% better. Don't get me wrong. Don't take that out of context. I'm talking about just just enough. And the fact that Kersky was out and we still pulled that off somehow, 37 points put up against the Saints. And you know that the Saints will march that ball straight down that field. I don't care if it's five-yard passes. He won't march. Every time he gets a first down, he's going to march, 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 march all the way to the end. But you can't beat us if yeah. your offense can't put up more points than our offense. Bottom right. Line. You're right. Definitely, like, That's the it. defense as a whole is not bad. Like, if you ask me the last two years, and I'm counting this year and last year, mm-hmm. I feel like it was the best defense we had seen in the last nine years, right? And it's not great. It's not the best. It's not top ten. But it's been better than previous years. And I take that. And we can talk about, like, the – the highlights of our Arbor defense with uh-huh. guys like Zadarius Smith, um, who was very clutch for us in that game uh, because the Saints were marching down on us and he made that very clutch strip or fumble that he did. And that, yeah. that changed, that saved yes. our butt. Yes, momentum <laughs> got change, baby. So yes. there's definitely some bright spots in our defense. I feel like the, are there, the biggest issue is in our run defense, but if we talk, want to talk about our defense as a whole there are other bright spots that have been and that will continue to be clutch and will get a success and we'll stop them enough but yeah, yeah obviously like clutch. we want to see a little Z more awesome and there's other I guys Rashawn Gary had a really good game before that and he got he injured did. um Ty Summers came in and he was tackling and you know he was it was great like there's other bright spots our corners we have Amos, we have Jerry Alexander, who's on his way to having a, a, a pro. What are they? What are they called? A pro year or pro? pro he's on the way to Pro right. Bowl again. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know all the official lingo, guys. Please don't crucify me for that. <laughs> but I am trying That's my right. best. <laughs> no, but but yeah, I don't know, Frank. What you think about that? I I don't know. The defense throwing worries the me. Throwing the ball to you. Yeah, I think the defense for. Against the pass, obviously, is much better than it is against the run. And when teams key on that run, that's when we get gashed. So the play calling defensively has got to – they've got to plan. They've got to shore it up. I don't know if it's run gaps, if it's the front, whatever they want to blitz. Mm-hmm. they got to get creative. And, and some i got to see it in some more games. I'm really interested for Atlanta because I don't really – Todd Gurley is not Todd Gurley of old. <laughs> you know, the guy is not what he was. I'm curious to see if Atlanta wants to run the hell out of him 
against the Packers and see what they can do. If the Packers can't handle Gurley, I mean, I would expect they got to shut him down. He can catch stuff out of the back. He hasn't caught a lot out of the backfield like previous years. If they're going to incorporate him, if they don't have Julio Jones in the lineup, they're going to have to use Gurley, Hurst, Ridley, and – well, Ridley was in the concussion protocol. But um, those are going to be their main, game time main decisions. weapons. Yeah. yeah, those are those are going to be their their weapons. So how does the Packers? I think Gurley defense... can still run. Yeah, he can still yes. run. He's still good. He can but... still run. I watched Absolutely. the game. There, I I watched that game this Sunday, and the guy can still run. He may not be the same back that he used to be, but he can still break those those tackles, and he's still a power back. You know in my that opinion. they know that that's our weakness, right? Because it's been our weakness for a long. I time. I expect them to to it's run the ball. It's nothing new, yeah. okay? Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, and a lot of people may disagree with me, but defenses win championships. Because hey, your offense can put up 42 fucking points, but if you're if the defense puts up 47 or 45, guess what? Fuck your offense. You know what I mean? Seriously. By one and point, that's if when you managing lose by one fucking point, to your favor. that's your ass. It doesn't matter how much you lose for. If you lose... You lose. It doesn't matter if the defense lost or the offense lost. It doesn't matter anymore. You lost. I can say that, you know, coming up against the Falcons, okay, one of the things that I am worried about is they do put up a lot of points. And I said this earlier. They do put up a lot of points. That um, Their offense is good. Their defense is not that good. Our defense is not that good. I Not against the defense, but – People exploit your weaknesses, famous or not. It doesn't matter. If they know your weaknesses, that's what they're going to exploit, okay? And our offense is putting up great points. Rodgers can do whatever the hell he does, put up 42 points. You just better hope that the the Falcons don't put 48 points up because that means that your defense, not your offense, has to win that game. Your defense has to win that game. That means that somebody has to step up. And the fact that I love Z, Z is probably one of my most favorite players, to be honest. Great attitude. He wants to win. Wants to. That's his goal in life, to win. Right? I couldn't believe the Ravens didn't re-sign him. I know it. I I didn't even know. I didn't even know. But but then you were excited he came to the Packers. Like, how how did you feel? I was like, who who is this guy? Like, I don't understand. Like, he's doing so good. Like, why haven't I heard from him before? But also, did I care about the Ravens? It's different from me and you, Frank, because Frank, you had vested into the Ravens. Me, I didn't. So when he came to the Packers, I was like, dude, I love his attitude so much. I love Z. I ain't even gonna lie. He he addresses the fans. He loves the fans. He talks he's to the awesome. fans. He's, he's like awesome. one of the yeah. I love his fucking name. I ain't even gonna lie. I love him. And don't get me wrong, you know, me and Jamie <laughs> had a little squabble about the Falcons. I, I about the goddamn about the Ravens. Defense. About the Ravens, like oh, I'm a Lamar. So I'm a Lamar she likes fan. Lamar. I'm not. A, I'm not against Lamar Jackson. Okay, <laughs> Lamar Jackson is a he. The talent is immense. Okay, but just you know what? I actually thought about it for a long time. I agree with. I agree with Jamie, and she's gonna find this weird. But Lamar 
is trying to carry a team on his He's back. He's good. Guess he is who good. else? He needs people. He guess needs who else carried the, the team on their back for a period of years where everybody thought they were good, but something was off because the defense couldn't do whatever, but the offense was putting up the same guy. You carry on the team but so far on your back, there's only so much you can do. You have to do so much. So, Lamar, when I said he was okay, I didn't mean he was okay as overall. I meant in that game. I yeah, he like didn't have a great game. He was not doing good in that game. He started to take off and sprinted before he should have just chilled out, just waited, and then sprinted before he ran. You see what I'm saying? Or, like, ran before he sprinted. He should have just started off chill and then later on. So, I mean, that's the thing. Defenses win championship, and I'm saying that because I believe that. Because <laughs> your offense can put up 45 points, but if your defense lets 47 points go, guess what? Guess what? Don't matter what your offense put up, your defense let the other team score that many points on you. Bottom line. And actually, the defense is one almost um, – it takes over the end of the game when they're talking about whether they're going to kneel down and just say, fuck it between a minute and 30 seconds, or you get into that Aaron Rodgers two minute warning, baby, bring it to me, <laughs> bring it to me. <laughs> but you know, bring it, it to- <laughs> we're playing a very banged up Falcons team. They have like 17 players out on injury, including Julio Jones on their latest injury report. No, but he's back in, right? Julio Jones on there. I thought he was back Julio, in. Am I wrong? He's he out, not back in? He, he's still in the injury report with a hamstring. Oh, okay. Um, he's practiced, but it's really, not, For some reason, I thought time. he was back in. But I think they're both he's like be, yeah, Adams then. We don't know yeah, yet game until game time. time. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yep. So we're playing a very banged up Falcons team. So not that it's – it's I don't – I never want to have the excuse that we won a game because a team was like struggling right. with injuries. I would like <laughs> yes. to see a team be, when they're healthy, that's but right. that's why Me I'm too. not also that. Oh my god! Like I'm so nervous about this team, about this game. It's because we are playing and we're both injured. Yeah, so right. I feel like yep. 100%. Is it going to be? It's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be like an extremely hard game. It's I not thought. going to be easy, and that's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm Correct trying to me say. If I'm wrong. I don't know, Frank. Stop saying that it's going to be a dope. I, I feel like it's not going to be a blowout. People keep telling me we're going to put up 50, 40, and I'm like, y'all, do you guys understand that the Falcons put up the points? Okay. That means their offense is pretty good. All right, but they lose because their defense get tired in the second half. If Hulgan really give up all out, those other points, for real, our team has trouble. done that. Do they not understand that? Like the Packers have done that shit before. Falcons are giving up 350 yards a mm. game. Packers mm. are giving up 247. Let's That's talk about not their a defense. Lot. That's because not their a defense huge difference. is not great. Right. Yeah, Let's that, talk about the Falcons' that, defense really quick. Yeah, that's what they're giving up. It's not a huge difference. That's not We're not huge. really going to go against their offense. We know that they're going to be good. The, yep. the positive for us is that their defense isn't great. That's right. And they're giving up how many points you said, Frank? 
Falcons defense has given up 350 a game, and the Packers defense has given up 247. But we've been in those 40 plus games. It's that's shootout right. style, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's the game script theme for this year and that's going to be our advantage right there right exactly so i mean yeah we're going to take their defense and probably shred it but Hopefully. without adams right rogers you know that's why i think it's got to be more aaron jones and you know they're probably mm-hmm, yep. expecting the packers to pass heavy um with Devonte adams or not so if mm-hmm. we change up the game plan, change the expectations, and just funnel it we through Aaron pass. Jones in the run game yeah. and catch mm-hmm. them off guard, they're not going to have an opportunity to sit more and Bobby, trade blows. More Jay, mm-hmm. hopefully Josiah. I think Josiah. I, I really, really hope. That hey, he I think our t- our tight are doing really good. To be honest, I think our tight ends are stepping Bobby. up. Bobby, I thought Jace like, was going to be our tight end. I understand that maybe MBS wanted everybody wanted MBS to be. Wide receiver two, okay? Unfortunately, MBS is 50-50. He either catches it or he doesn't catch it. And that's the bottom line. Like, he's a really like, good sideline guy. He is, but you know what the I mean? They need to say, catches. People need to understand, first of all, um, we were not tight in heavy. But now that we lost Adams, we have to be 50-50. 50 wide receivers. 50 tight ends. So that means that everybody needs to be on board. And last year, if we could do that with a 13-3 and record, come on, dude. Aaron Rodgers could pull Dusty that off. Dusty Evely had a really – do you yes. guys follow Dusty Evely? Yes. He had a really good thread going yesterday where he was talking about the personnel package that we've been showing him and trying to pull it up. And he was talking about how many – like. Be, we've like, at least in that you you and I have talked about this how like the Packers never been a tight and heavy offense mm-hmm. and like Aaron Rodgers doesn't or really didn't like to throw to tight ends maybe it's since like Jermichael right. Finley right Drop we always talk about the greatest yes. Jermichael yes. Finley tight end that we've had um, but now with Matt Lafleur it's different and now we have I feel I think we have a a decent tight end core so they were saying that he was saying that we were like. 20 before we were running one run one running back one tight end three wide receivers and now they're going 12 personnel one running back two tight ends and two wide receivers and so we so we're expecting to see a a little more of that and so he was giving like a suggestion of how many wait where's the suggestion i'm trying to find it where is that okay he was suggesting he said this Falcons game is a good place to start. Shout out to Dusty if you listen to this. Probably not, but if you do, shout out to you. <laughs> they may, he says, they may not have much of a choice anyway, so let's get weird with it. Let's get a package of Jones, Williams, Dylan, Irvin, Tanyan, or Tanyan, Sternberger, Zaguara, Jones, and Williams. And I was very excited for that. I really hope that that happens. Because we have some really good tight ends. We really do. And let me tell you something. I'm going to say something super, 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 super controversial right now. Everybody's going to hate me. I might get some unfollowers, but that's okay. Okay. Listen to what I'm telling you. I'm scared. Jimmy Graham was a tight end. Jimmy Graham for some Why you gotta fucking go there? Why you gotta go there? Shut. Shh. 
For some reason, Jimmy Graham did not work well with the Packers. Okay? I was extreme. Shut up. I love Jimmy Graham. Okay? I loved him long before he was a Packer. And you can't tell me if you knew he was on the Saints. He was a bad (laughs) motherfucker. Okay? Jimmy Graham was a great player. And I have cards with him autographed on them. And I'll always cherish them. Those are my son's cards. And he'll, you know, cherish that stuff. Jimmy Graham came into the Packers. We were all excited. Oh, my God. Well, not everybody. But me, I know Jamie was. Because I got excited when I was like, oh, my God, he's a Packer now. I can't believe it. I don't know why. But when they said he was leaving, me and Jamie talked about this, too. We knew he was leaving the Packers. We knew that he wasn't going to stay. I know. Everybody. Me and Jamie especially talked about it because me and Jamie loved him. I loved him. I was a Jimmy Graham stan account for a little bit. And let me just tell you, uh, when I became a Jimmy stan account, that's when Jimmy started doing good, which was in the postseason. (laughs) And made those clutch plays. And I'm like, where was that the whole season? (laughs) Now you're leaving. Why weren't you playing with this before? Jamie, and then the he went same, to the Bears. The same. Then he went to the Bears, and my heart was broken. And my fan him, my fanhood for him is on pause until he leaves that dreaded team. And I Listen, knew he would do better there. And it pisses me off. And that's all I'll say. I'm moving on. If from you want to ever, 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 ever question mine and Jamie's fandom to the Packers, don't ever, ever question that. Because we were Jimmy Graham fans prior to him being the Packers. When he became mine? the Packers, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was a, I loved him in New Orleans too, mm-hmm. and he was one of my favorite guys on the Saints. And when he went to Seattle, I was like, I don't know how he fits with Seattle. Russ Wilson, um, mm-hmm. and the, and that whole offense. Number eighty-eight, had- yeah. But. but <laughs> So he didn't, you know, he didn't do much there. And it was like, oh, Mm-mm, he didn't. When players change teams like that, sometimes the system just doesn't fit them. So when the Packers yeah. announced they were going to sign him, I was geeked, right? I mm-hmm. went, I went to the first practice, public practice to see him. <gasps> and I got down. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I go, I go to him every year. I went down and seen him and I'm standing literally an arm's length away from him at the gate <gasps> along the wall oh my gosh. Like where they're they're on the ground was he so tall i would have fainted and i'm sitting there looking at this guy and i'm like this is the biggest human being i have ever stood <laughs> next to he's six seven so tall. and he's just he's gigantic and I'm i like, love him i'm <laughs> so sad <laughs> listen they're throwing him the ball he's warming up like packers practice is uh-huh. the coolest there is no other stadium that can compare to seeing a Packers <laughs> so practice. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't care. All I know is what pain. It is. So uh-huh. you can hear them talking. They're all warming up. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing. And I'm watching them and I'm like, mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. is going to be unstoppable in the Packer offense because, we haven't had a, a tight end since Jermichael Finley. So what do we need to get yeah. back to Jermichael Finley days? We need a big mm-hmm. body, tight end, yep. six seven, Jimmy mm-hmm. Graham all day, and mm-hmm. we need. Somebody. Oh now, hell he yeah! Is, he might not mm-hmm. be able to run 
and do the things he did in New oh, Orleans. Oh, that's okay. That's, yeah. Right, that's okay. We'll scheme him up in the red zone and throw yeah. a jump balls. We'll get, we'll get Aaron Rodgers on broken plays and just get his ass open and throw a bullet. He'll be, he'll, it's money. It's money. You're going to so make was, me cry. Stop I it. Beyond, beyond, there was no bigger Jimmy Grandpa Damn me. than me. And then I'm, I'm putting it out there in fantasy, right? Who's your, who's yeah, 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 yeah. Tight end this year? It's Jimmy Graham. Why is Jimmy mm. Graham going to do anything in Green Bay? He didn't do anything in Seattle. I love him so yeah. Here's why. Because, <laughs> and he was an absolute dud. I don't understand why. I love to me, him it's so the, much. It's one of the seventh wonders He's having of a the moment. world. It's yeah. one of the, the mysteries of the abyss. I don't understand why. The guy could have been so much more in the offense. He could have been such a huge piece. But oh my God, Frank! Frank, mm -hmm. stop it! You're gonna. Oh, and you know what? I I did see. You know what? And I did see like little slivers of the old Jimmy. You know, he was hard to tackle when he did catch the ball. Right. He 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 was able. He's tall enough to go up and grab that ball. But for some reason, he was always falling. <laughs> like, and I didn't want to admit this during the season. I fought so many people on Twitter. Jamie. Of, you know, if there were things I defended, girl. it's the pineapple take, the, the candy corn take, and the Jimmy Graham take. But, you know, later on, after my fan, and he went to the Bears, and he said what he said, and I was like, hell no, you don't talk about oh the Packers. Oh, my God, yeah. But anyways, you know, um, he I know I did re I did notice those struggles and I, I I did feel like he wasn't utilized the right way or like maybe they didn't like the opportunities weren't there but when they were it was just like I don't know it just didn't work out and I wanted to see him in a second Matt LaFleur a second year of Matt LaFleur's offense and I think it would yes. have improved and it sucked that he left because I really wanted to see him a sec for the second year because I wholeheartedly believe he would have done a lot better you see him at the Bears. He's he's doing he's doing pretty good. He's he's there. They wanted a red zone target. They they they, they kind of have it with him. Honestly, he got a few balls this last. I was watching that game. Jamie's gonna be and, really mad at me for my take when she's done. So it just sucks. I I it it's all I know is pain, and that's all I'm gonna say. It's a very sensitive subject for me. The pack people know on Twitter not to bring it up to me because I get really sad. I. I took a month break from Twitter when he left. People were adding me for days. Yeah, it was bad. He was bad. Yeah, I was just so disappointed. I just, I, I'll never understand he, why. He was a bust. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to admit it. He was. Yeah, top five free agent plus. And all I know is pain. Yeah, That's all. Listen, you two. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy Graham wasn't a bust for the Packers. Okay. But, but, I will admit that I feel like he was a pass-through. He was, he was good for the time he was here because in, when he, we needed the big plays, we got the big plays. He is the reason we won that game to go on to the NFC, the, the big championship game. He is the reason why that happened. But when he threw up that peace sign to the stands on the, the bench, I was like, that's his last play. I don't – I think – I, I kind of almost feel like Jimmy Graham didn't think that he fit in to our offense. And I'm going to tell you when I was done with Jimmy, Jimmy Graham's. I 
stand that man. I defended him. Me and Jamie. Jamie did too. We defended him. Nobody. People would tag us in the worst fucking articles. In the shit talking about Jimmy Graham. They would either tag her or they would tag me. Because I love Jimmy Graham. I have his card when it was signed when he was with the Saints. I have an autographed card with Jimmy Graham. It's worth some money. It's his rookie card. But I do like some players. But no player goes above my Packers. So if you're going to leave the fucking Packers and then talking about I'm going to be at the Bears, they really care about winning, bitch, Fuck you. They care Fuck about you. you. Fuck you. That Fuck hurt you. me so much. That's that hurt me deep in my Hell soul. yeah, it did. Hell yeah, it did. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know damn well that's why we're still <sighs> out here because we are still trying to make that fucking trophy. And we are going to bring that shit back to Green Bay. So that shit really this. pissed me off. That really pissed me off. I like him as a person. I really did. He went to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, to the Chicago Packers. Are you fucking kidding me? No way. Okay, go there. Make your money, boo boo. You feel me? Make your money. I can't support you, but make your money. But you want to talk about the Green Bay or the fucking Chicago Bears are the only ones that want to care about winning? Excuse me? So are the Bears the legit team? No. Nope. No. Bears are not that's legit. That's actually another that's another topic that we're gonna bring up right now. With Nick Foles. Let's put it I that way. Like... But wait, but wait, but they didn't win with Nick Foles. You feel me? They win with Mitch Trubisky. They're two and oh with Mitch Trubisky. As and then the they set him down, Nick Foles came exactly. and that, that W. They won and that he, game. The Falcons let them score, and they let Nick Frank score is a as smart, well. Frank, you're too smart for your own good. But the be- next topic should be is, is it too early to call a team oh. legit? How do we say who's legit and who's not in week three going on to week four? Jamie? Jamie, uh, is it too early to talk about legit teams? I don't think that we can say this team is legit for sure. Like, I feel like we can see hints. You can hint to who to to see who's going to do well. It's just hints, you know. You, you can't. I don't even know how to answer this question. Yes, it's only been three weeks, three three games. But in the three games, like, oh, it's too. It just depends who you're asking, and it depends on the scenario. Like, if you're ask, if you're talking about the defense, it's only three weeks. Or you can say, it's been three weeks, and you can see it just depends who you're asking and in your perspective. Do you know what I mean? Is if you're gonna look at, you can look at things like a glass half full or a glass half empty. So, are the Packers a legit a, a legit team? And it's only been three weeks. It just depends who you ask. That's in my opinion. Didn't really say much with that, but but that's what I think. It's just it depends who you ask. Yeah, I agree with I agree with Jamie. It depends on who you ask, and it's it comes down to like your football, your own personal football perspective on the way you look at teams. Because well, people will always say, "Well, you mm-hmm. have you ever played? Did you ever play?" It doesn't matter. <laughs> These eyeballs seen years every Sunday yeah. 
of football. So trust me, mm -hmm. if you're looking at the same thing, you know, all these years and you're into it as hardcore as we are, you learn a, little, a thing or two, right? So uh -huh. if, I'm, if I'm looking at it just from my perspective, I think the NFC is wide open. I don't know how legit any of these NFC teams are because when I scroll through, everybody's got such a huge weakness on defense That's that right. you have to factor in how far can that offense carry them in the playoffs? Because like you That's said, true. is defense wins championships and that's, um, you know, postseason, right? So mm -hmm. the Bucks, Tampa Bay has got the best defense right now. I think um, they're underrated and not a lot of people talk to them about them too much. So I, I would put the Bucks as like a wild card. Maybe they're legit, but I need to see that offense more. I'm not a Tom Brady fan by any means, <laughs> but, but looking at it from a neutral you know, a neutral perspective, I would I say. I have Bucks, no neutrality. Fuck Tom yeah, Brady. The Bucks okay. might be legit. I think the Packers are, are going to be legit because I think they get in the postseason. But the AFC, mm -hmm. the only two teams that I'll put money on that are legit are the Chiefs and the Ravens for me because yeah. those two teams are they're the most complete from defensively, yeah. offensively, yeah. special mm -hmm. teams, yeah. everything. So, mm -hmm. and in that AFC. So that's why I say there's hints. There's hints yeah. of who you think is going to do well. Of course, people are in solidified injuries complaining, but you can because see hints of what. Because it's any given Sunday. Right. Any Sunday, people can get hurt. Any Monday, people can get hurt. It doesn't matter what position you're playing. It really right. doesn't. Yeah, glimpses. I don't know. The Steelers, maybe. You know, they give me a hint, I think. The Titans give me a hint. Sure. The Colts. Mm -hmm. The Colts are giving me a, a pretty strong hint. The Colts are doing pretty good. They, they are. really are. They are. The Bills. So, I think the AFC. Yeah, but the like, Bills, they like to go to Super Bowls. They just like to lose in the Super yeah. Bowl. The AFC, I think, is where it's at. <laughs> and the NFC is full of pretenders. We need to see... We need to see more before oh, we start. That brings up them. a whole nother subject, Frank. What's that? So here's <laughs> the other thing. Let's be honest. Everybody said that Tom Brady was a fraud because he played in the AFC. He had a, a weak opponent and that he didn't have Bill Belichick. Okay. They're saying that now that you, all the memes that you see, R is Tom. Hey, welcome, Tom. Welcome to the NFC, bro. We're a little bit tough over here, Rowdy. Like, you can't just skim across in your little, you know, your little tidy whities whatever you're skimming across in, bro. You got a little <laughs> bit worse conference than the AFC, which may be true. That That's probably true. I feel like the NFC is tougher than the AFC. I'll agree with that. Um... But Tom came over here. The one thing that we did lose is we can never have a Super Bowl between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And I was waiting for that for years. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but I was waiting for But I'm excited for, for that Bucks game, though. I really oh, yeah, to we're going to play game. them for sure. For sure. And, and let's just look at it. Tom Brady without Bill Belichick, what is he doing? Tom Brady things, not Bill Belichick things. So. Well, in total, in total yardage, as a team, the Bucks are ranked twenty fifth. Yeah. Right. And the Patriots 
I'm gonna I'm gonna lean down and whisper in your ear, Gordon Ramsay style. Eighth, eighth place. <laughs> but so, they just lost Cam Newton, right? Yeah, Isn't we'll see. Yeah, we'll guy? see how long that lasts now with Jared yeah, Stidham. Yeah, buddy. And that's a big deal. They Huge. gave Cam Newton to to Tom Brady. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna expose myself. I'm gonna expose myself a little bit. Tom Brady is not some kind of fucking superstar like everybody tries to put him on top of this little pedestal. Not to me. I'm not saying that he's not up there. Six rings, three of them valid. The other three, he cheated. And I'm just saying that Aaron Rodgers could have been right up there if we would have had the right defenses and we would have had the time and place and we wouldn't have had to let Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy play so fucking long. And we would have changed it up a little bit. We could have had more. Last year, we lost because our run defense ain't shit. They ran all over us. Well, that's where the fuck we ended up. We ended yeah, up. That Seahawks Super Bowl, short. that belongs to Green Bay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That, that belongs saying. to Green Bay. That team would have smoked the Patriots. Exactly. More Bostick has got to go. Bostick has got to go jack it up for everybody and. You know, all I know Frank, is pain. Be careful, Frank. Don't, 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 don't. Um, be careful because you know, the Green Bay Packers fans are sensitive. So, oh, I know. I you should <laughs> you listen know. to local radio. It's it's C- all calm down. To, oh, Jesus, I know. Trigger <laughs> warning. Trigger calm warning. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. Brett Favre is never the problem, even though he always was. Aaron Rodgers is. Above, he's too much. He's rated too high. We're giving him too much credit. Got to be the defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to call in because uh, I think uh, like Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> hey, he's uh, yeah. he's no good because uh, he's like uh, he's from California and, and, and they don't care about winning. Uh. <laughs> but you radio. know what? It's local. been our defense. Don't oh, get me wrong. We've had a bad How defense. How do you deal with that? I ain't gonna lie. It's awful. Aaron Rodgers has been Jeez our Louise. spinal cord, right? Aaron Rodgers has been the Packers' spine for years, years, and nobody mm-hmm. will admit it. Everybody wants to blame everybody else, or they want to blame Aaron Rodgers. But how is Aaron Rodgers supposed to carry an entire defense? It's been our defense. And it don't get me wrong. Last year, Smith brothers were defense. great. Since the Super Bowl, they were Bowl. great. I loved them. Thirteen and three last year. We were supposed to be the most fraudulent team that went three thir- uh, thirteen and three for the entire season. Come on, dude. Come on. Let's talk about let's talk about this. One of our other um one of our other subjects. How early is too early to call a, a legit team? Last year, we were beating them the fuck up in the beginning of the season. I don't care without Adams or not. Even better without Adams, we were four in a row. We were four in a row. Why is the defense the one that brings us down? Why is the defense the one that makes us look bad? Because the defense last year was lacking just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit. They were always red zone. They were always to the end of the field. You can't defend a Saints 
offense on a red zone defense. You're not going to do that. Because Drew Brees is not a piece of garbage. He's a good quarterback. You feel me? Like, they're going to throw down there, so you have to have some kind of defense to stop them. Field goals aren't going to beat the Green Bay Packers. You feel me? Am I wrong about that, or am I right about that? I think the Packers... She said, am I right or am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Frank. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I think the Packers beat themselves if they did. To... You're right, right. 100%. If, if they're not in the game as far as play calling yeah, and right. it's starting to get away from them because when these teams get in these shootouts, it's all about desperation. And when you yes. push that desperation, third quarter, fourth quarter, and now it's the last three minutes of the game, those are the situations that you want to avoid having the who has the ball last well shit I don't know the defense can't stop anybody it's completely (laughs) random right and when it's random the Packers typically come out on the wrong end and you know who's starting to come out on the wrong end of that down south I believe in the Dallas area uh is it Mike McCarthy so (laughs) it's all about play calling (laughs) and that's what we said at the top that's what we all yeah. agreed and we all said at the yeah. top of the show yes. is it's a balanced play call. The drives are methodical. It's first downs. Yes. It's move the chains. Yes. It's West Coast offense yep. kind of style. Yes. That's what, that's yep. what they got to stick with. Don't yep. don't go away from what works. Don't get that's too pretty. That's right. Yeah, that, that's that's right. what's working. So if mm-hmm. you want to incorporate more tight end usage, different looks, you know, they're rolling up the same formations, Ooh, which is tight working. ends are a big problem for us. We've had a big problem with tight ends since. With covering ten. I don't like yeah. Jermichael Finley, okay? I think he's a prick. But since Jermichael Finley, we've had kind of a non-tight end heavy offense. We haven't no, but that. also as like our defense, like we struggle in covering them. Yes, defensively. Yeah, the, the matchups are hard with linebackers, and I think mm-hmm. Zadarius Smith is probably the only guy that can really. I love him so cover, much. Cover cover tight ends. It's I don't know. It's just a mismatch. Can we talk about Preston Smith? Sure. And what's going on with him? What is going on with him? Because he's so, not getting a lot of recognition, but is it because he's not stepping up? He's or quiet. is it because the talents is have there? they moved him to a different position? What are they doing different with him? Someone said I was listening to uh, the girls Maggie and Perry, um, and there were uh, Mag- Perry was saying that they're moving him back, like in the back, like they're moving him back in the field or something like that. And I was just like, why are they? Why did they move him? Is it because were they moving him at the mid- defensive end position? Well, no. He's like dropping back. Right. Like he seems like. like, Is he playing more inside linebacker? We were expecting to be an ILB, and we're not sure exactly what he's doing because when he goes in, he's more of an edge rusher. He's the aggressor. Right. And we're not hearing a lot about Preston, even though Preston was one of the Smith boys, you know, in the first year. So they kind of expected him to be up there with Z. And if they're not both pass rushing, plus the fact that they're not calling a lot in these games anymore, like the coverage is different. Like they, um, 
like how we're seeing it versus what's actually being playing they're different we don't know there's some shit that they might forget that they're out there and they show us you know what i mean yeah he, so if he's, he's, he's dropping if he's dropping back more i mean that's not his strength you know that's yeah. right right mm-hmm and I was listening to somebody else. I forgot who it was. It was somebody on Game On Wisconsin, and they were talking about his size and how his size can be, you know, who was that? Maybe it was Nagler, actually, who was saying, you know, use his size. Have him bat balls away, you know? It, like, whatever he's doing right now, it's not working. It's it's too quiet. Like, he can be disruptive by using his size. Like, do more, yeah, of like, course. just put your hand up and try to bat the ball away when, when you know, if you can't rush, if you're not rushing, like, use your size. And I'm, I'm like, that's true. And I hope that, and I was trying to listen to the presser, but I didn't really pay attention too much to his presser. He, this week he, he was on and I didn't really pay attention to that. I didn't, I didn't know if they asked anybody if they were, if they were doing anything different, but he was just saying that he's just doing, he's working his assignment. So exactly. that's where they put him. He's just like, I'm just doing what I'm just doing what That's they what the do. fuck they should do, to be honest with you, and don't mean to cut off Frank at all. Mm. But I have sorry a really if I sh- cut you off, Frank. <laughs> sorry, Frank. Good. We're girls, we like to talk a lot, okay? <laughs> and just remember that You're I'm good. crazy and I'm always right. So, you know, everything you guys says comes second. It's cutting out. So oh. um what you call it? I think as far as Z goes, I think a Z is a hundred percent in the game. Okay, I hundred percent agree that he's in the game, and he's <laughs> focused on the game. Preston is Z's partner, and that's what he's meant for. He's meant to be right up along Z. He knows he that. Back in coverage. He, exactly, and he knows that. But our defense is supposed to be wrapped around two guys. Two guys. Z and Preston? No, I don't think so. But if you think that, if you think that, and the rest of our guys are going wherever they're going, maybe they're just on free fall. Maybe there needs to be a little more, um, a little more um, confidence in the defense. Like, I don't know, whoever the defense guys is, is wherever they're supposed to be in the inside line, linebackers, outside linebackers, centers, whatever the fuck they're supposed to be, they should be wherever they're at. Because what I think is a, a big problem for me Did someone is leave? when those runners get free. I don't know how the fuck they get oh. an open field, but for some reason there's nobody around their asses. And then they take off or the quarterback the quarterback is able to take off in the middle of remember when the Chargers when we lost the Chargers last year? Do you know why we lost the Chargers? Not because of the running backs, because of goddamn <laughs> Philip Rivers. We weren't we expecting him they to were do anything. The before and it was very hot We weren't prepping for it. I spent it. way too much money to watch yeah. them lose that night. <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to lose that game. That's what you call a trap game. And there is such a thing as a trap game. I don't care what anybody says. It's because you expect a certain thing, you know? So that's why when everybody says that we're going to lose to the Falcons or we're going to win to the Falcons, that's why I'm like, stop it. Stop saying that we're going to put up all these points because the Falcons put up the points. It's not the points that's a problem. It's the defense to stop the points putting up by the offense of the other team. 
You know what the problem is going to be? An there empty, an empty Lambo field on a Monday night. <laughs> God, is that going to feel weird? I know. Can we somehow like get as close as possible and just like honk the horn so they can hear us? <laughs> I, like, I'd imagine was... people are tailgating out and around there anyway. They gotta yeah, be. Yeah, I think they are. Oh yeah, my god! Um, I was watching uh, Corey and, and Nagler at um, the practice. No, their their live show, and uh, Corey was saying that that there was um, people tailgating there. There has to be. I mean, there there's got to be. I, I haven't gone up yeah. there. I'd love to. Mm -hmm. I'd be really curious to see. But you, yeah. you can't stop the fans from taking over the parking yeah. lots and the Frank, surrounding areas. did you areas. know I've never tailgated in my life? Oh man, you got to get up Isn't here. That then. sad. I you got to get up here. Not even on. in California. I've never <laughs> tailgated. Period. I've been in the tailgate like area. I've just never done it. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. But people, yeah, I mean, because like I've been to the games. Yeah, it's pretty much brunch. People are drinking, though. They don't care. I just yeah. never, like, was part. I just never had, like, people I knew that that did it. So I've only done it virtually. We, we, we do Sundays. We do a virtual tailgate. And that's as close as the tailgating that I've gotten. So hopefully when yes! sports come back. Yes! Jamie plugged it in. I was going to plug it in at the end of the show. But oh. <laughs> every Sunday or Monday, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The You know, I understand that everybody's at home. And sometimes they like to hear or don't like to hear. It doesn't matter. But uh, we go live on a virtual tailgate. It's the same link every week. And we go live one hour before the game, and we stay live one hour after the game. Then that's for everybody to come on. We don't care if you're yelling and screaming and hollering. We don't care about none of that. Hey, we got some breaking news. I'm what? scared. What is well, that? <laughs> I don't know how I feel right now, but the uh, Saints, no. the Saints are the newest team to have a player test positive. The Packers Shut just played the Saints. Up. Oh, fuck. Shut up. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for telling you to shut up, but I mean it in the best. The Packers scary. are not going to be scrutinized here with uh, COVID tests. And <sighs> where is it? I didn't see it. The you have to report Oh, it? my God. No, it was a, a, a Roto World. Um, okay. Mm. Well, you know what? Look. Let's just be honest with it. 2020 has oh. been one shitty ass year. One yes, thing after another, okay? I got some bad news. I tried to write it out. I didn't really tell everybody. But the NFL, the baseball, and other places have wrote it out. It's happened in baseball. People got tested positive, and they still went through with it. We know that we didn't have a preseason games. We also know that we had more people in the Sorry. practice squad that we would normally do because they had to be part of that, right? So mm -hmm. they kind of sort of a little bit planned for it. That is a great segue <laughs> to are we worried about all this COVID talk yes. football? And what does that mean for the season? And should they consider canceling? Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, but Jamie said it for me. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, no, but no, that's that great because that's it. That's the truth. Are we? I, I am. Um, I'm worried because of just humanity as a whole. 
obviously. I have kids, you know, that are growing up in the next generation and stuff like that. I, I don't want to lose football, but at the same time, if it had to be till next year because we had a vaccine and it was supposedly blah, 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 whatever. Because, you know, let me be the conspiracy theorist and tell you that a lot of it's a bunch of bullshit, but don't tell them I tell you that. Um, like, <laughs> what do we do? We don't, we don't really have any... You know, I mean, right now we're just going based on let them suspend some games. That's okay. Postpone them a little bit. That's all right. You know, we we waited all fucking year for them. It's not like we're going to hurt anything if we postpone some games. Well, they're going to bye weeks. The bye weeks are going to get moved around. Yeah. Bye weeks, practice squads, all of that. The time between the playoffs when you've got that extra week prior to the postseason, maybe there's some games that will be made up in there. But my question is, mm-hmm. they did so good through training camp for how many months, right? With no mm-hmm. positives, we're, it was under control, they're getting tested in and out. Now that they're traveling, why are they getting it now? Are they going places they shouldn't go? Are nope. other people coming into the, nope. the facilities? I don't believe that. I don't oh, believe that. You know what? Remember, there's a 14-day gestation for this shit. So they could have been in the airport, on the airplane, in the airbus, in the bus, in the everything, and been I honestly exposed think to it's from one airport, person. Yeah. yeah very, it's got to be. That's a very I don't think it's area. a plane thing. I don't think it's a team thing. It's I don't think airport. it's a... Yeah, exactly. They're... They're just coming in with in contact with them. For, but remember this, okay? And I'm going to just get it make this a slightly personal i am immunocompromised okay i've been immunocompromised all my life all my life since i was six i've had an autoimmune disease that they misdiagnosed for almost 30 years they said it was rheumatoid arthritis come to find out three years ago that wasn't rheumatoid arthritis so now they have an undiagnosed un um autoimmune disease, which is a lot of about 50% of people um, are diagnosed with autoimmune disease. That's what it is. Because there's so many, you don't know. It could be some stupid ass allergy that causes it to be worse than it is. You know what I mean? So what are they going to do when, when they run out of, like, I don't know, say it's a, you know, how many slates of games can you move around and shuffle or put out there? I hope it doesn't but that's why they have but that's why they have the practice squad i don't know if any of you noticed but prior to the nfl season when they said that there would be no preseason, they assigned a whole bunch of people to practice squads so we know that those games xfl's coming back no no they're not going to use it for xfl they're going to use it for nfl because I saw somebody else say it today. Let's just think about it. If someone's going into the defense and they're the secondary, right? The the people that are first, second draft, whatever it is, practice squad or whatever, they're going to put a top practice squad into the, the things. Look how many Titans have gone down. They're planning on still playing. 
They but have to you, be practice squad. I mean, they can't be anybody else. But see, then that, okay, now that gets into the category and the territory of competitive advantage. If you have a backfield That's of practice too. squad guys going up against Devontae Adams, you know, Aaron Jones, they're going to get smoked. Hey, it's going to fuck them up. Fuck them up. <laughs> Jeez. I don't like, I don't. I hope a team doesn't get obliterated with injuries you know and have what? to get to that I'm point. I'm with you, Frank. To be honest with you, I love my team. Don't get me wrong. I love the Green Bay Packers. And you know what? I want them to win every award, everything awarded to them with 100% satisfaction, which means that they won it. They want it fair, square, no cheating, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Not like not like the Patriots. They want Tom Brady. <laughs> Let me just say this to y'all. Tom Brady won six rings, but three of them he cheated. So three, <laughs> and honestly, he only won three. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, if we're gonna win them, I want them to say that they were run by us mm. by a team by whole. They can't blame anybody else they can't blame a fault they can't say anybody else did it for us we know that Aaron Rodgers or his offense or whatever it was won 100 percent and right now as Aaron Rodgers offense stands he has one of the best offenses in the league right now let's put it that way but the defense wins the championship. You know why? Because they're the guys that have to hold all the other teams to a specific standard in order to stop them from being like our offense. They all made it to the NFL for a reason. Am I wrong or am I right? I don't care who they are. They made it there for a reason. So I love the offense. I love the Green Bay Packers. I can tell you right now that I, I think they have the greatest, but we still have to give some other people credit. But they still ain't going to beat us this year because we come for you, bitch. Well, for, for the last topic, <laughs> should they consider canceling? What do you think? You know what? That's a good question. Okay, so everybody was playing fine and great, right? Everybody wasn't really worried about it. We were all playing everything. Nobody was really, everybody was kind of like, oh shit, what's going to happen with the NFL? But the NFL wasn't saying anything. And then who has the top, the top people getting caught? The Titans, right? Fuck the Titans. Let them do whatever they do. Who cares? But then it goes on to other players, bigger players, more major players makes a big difference and then you hear cam newton cam newton hasn't been the name in the football for the past what three three years or four years from before that's what i want to know four years that they stopped talking about him because they thought he was a fraud maybe four years ago and then we kind of i i mean i kind of always like cam newton a little bit but i mean i didn't like him as a team obviously i wanted him to lose to us but that doesn't mean that he was a bad team. That just means that at some point that there was a little bunch of teams that were under him, right? And now mm. Cam Newton all, all of a sudden came back and then his team goes down because he has – tell me if that's wrong or right. He's a quarterback. 
He's like Aaron Rodgers. Just because he, he goes down, does that mean that the whole team goes down? Does that mean only Cam Newton goes down? And does Cam Newton take the blame for them going down? Because we all said, oh, well, <laughs> if, if the Patriots win, it's all Bill Belichick. I think it just depends shit. how many players are COVID positive. I feel like if it's a lot – for since a lot of positive no, – um, tests are coming tough. out right now. I definitely do think that it need to. They need to maybe suspend things for two weeks to you know for the gestation period of the virus to see who really is infected. Isolate those people. That's why they extended the practice squad, right? Is that didn't they do that to allow? What is the practice an squad? Injury? That's a good question. They, they added uh they added spots, right? So it's. Uh, if you're like, um, you have you had COVID, you're considered like an injury. So then you get right. put on IR or whatever. And then you bring guys from the practice squad or whatever. And so I feel like they should suspend if people in the like, they should suspend certain things, not can- cancel it completely, isolate those things and like regroup and then maybe extend the season another two weeks, which is what I've seen from a lot of people are actually tweeting about this. Is that they would yeah, like but to how extend much the fair is two that? weeks to give room, but it's like, what other choice do we have? Either we like adapt to the situation or we cancel the the whole. Season. Okay, but tell me, be honest with this, okay? Remember when I fucked up and I didn't record the season? <laughs> and just hold on, <laughs> let me, let me hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Okay? Wash your hands, wash your butt. Hold on, hear me out. Hear I just me wanted out. to throw that hear in there. Out. Okay, let's just look <laughs> back. Let's just look back at the bloopers. Let's. I mean, oh. be real, okay? I'm really trying to be serious here. Those players mm. that were paying attention, right, from the very beginning, and then there everything changes because some players weren't paying attention, and now they have a second chance. To pay attention, tell me how that affects some guys. Like, damn, so I didn't put enough up in the beginning, but now you're giving me another chance because you're trying to give another chance to a guy that didn't really pay attention, but now he has a chance to pay attention because now we're like, oh, fuck that. Well, now we get, because of now, 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 right now, we're getting to see who's legit and who's not. Tell me how the difference from somebody bullying somebody when they're younger versus when they see it when they're older. When they're like, oh, wait, that's not exactly what they said, but that's how I perceived it. And all these players, live or not, are all humans. And you know they see this shit because we saw it last year when Aaron Rodgers was like, oh, we see that the, 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 the um the Packers fans think that we're not really all we cracked up to be, but we really are, so fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Like well, they all I, wanna play. They all wanna they get through sure the whole do. season. That's right. The uh the if they if they postpone games, I don't think they should cancel the whole season, but they're gonna have to keep shuffling bye weeks right. and shuffling double headers. Yeah. So if they're gonna kick a game if they're going to kick a game out to a doubleheader and give these positive players the two-week window or whatever it's going to be to 
come back and play and they're, you know, they test negative, they're cleared and they can play two weeks later on a postponed game. Uh That's probably the most fair thing to do. But then you're jamming up so many weeks at the end of the season, double headers. How does that play out? Does everybody get the full 16, 17 games? No, everybody's not getting that because But they will. It's not, just well, be they are. No, you're right. You're right. And you know what? How long has it been since we've came off a bye week and been any good? Not well, good. I, okay. I got to look at the records. I thought they were they were all right. Last the year they weren't that great. But that, we came off McCarthy, a bye week so. twice. But again, it was a head coach change. It was an offense right. change. It was a McCarthy, defense McCarthy change. McCarthy is no yeah. longer there, so I would say that things could be better. Yeah, it's a clean because slate. McCarthy's not there anymore. It's a clean slate. So I agree. I historically, agree with I know that's true, but I, thankfully, we have we're under a new management. We're under a new system, so <laughs> there's a chance that we. That's the right. truth. That's the truth, and I'll be honest with you. I'm not <laughs> okay. Everybody knows that I'm kind of a I don't know, tell it like it is kind of person, okay? And but everybody also thinks that I think that the team can do no wrong, but that's not true. That's not a hundred percent true. I'm a fan first and foremost, okay. So that means that I'm supposed to support my team win or lose, and that's the bottom fucking line. Am I supposed to to give the the defense a little bit of room to improve but give them a critique on how I think they might have – whether they read it or not, doesn't matter. Offense, same thing. First of all, I'm not out there doing no fucking offensive tackling. Fuck if I know. I'm just telling you what I see. I'm like, oh shit, we could have blah 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 with this and that. All these guys are going based off what they have. The t- the coach, their experience, and everything. Just like I'm doing at my job. Okay? So I can't go out there and tell a quarterback how to be a quarterback when I don't fucking know how to be a quarterback. Okay, bitch? If I was a quarterback of the Packers, I don't know. I would do my damnedest. I would do my damnedest. But shit, everybody got to give me <laughs> a little bit of something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to feed me a little bit. You got to help me out a little bit, you know? Like Aaron Rodgers has been great. He's a, oh my God. You can say what you want, but Aaron Rodgers is just, he's talented as fuck, okay? But that doesn't mean that he can go out and hold an 11-person roster and make them do exactly what he says at any one time because everything can change at any one minute. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of football. That's right. But everybody wants to talk shit like it's supposedly some kind of Bottom it's not line. a solo game. It's bullshit. It's not a solo game. It's a team I, effort. And mm-hmm. go ahead, Frank. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I'm I'm alright. Now I'm alright too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I was just the one that's extra, and I'm sorry, you guys, but you know what? I get really into my team. I've loved the Green Bay Packers for a long time. I've loved Aaron Rodgers for a long time, man. 
And I've loved, I, I'm not saying that I don't love Brett Favre's era in Green Bray, okay? That doesn't mean that I have to like the man in particular, but he ran us a good time in a Green Bay. Let's just put it that way. He led us right into the Aaron Rodgers um, era. I mean, that's just the truth. He did do that. But Aaron Rodgers came through and we're just sitting here and that's why we ride along. I'm not the GM. I'm not a Packers GM. I'm not the fucking, I'm not nobody, you know, but we're the outside looking in. So of course we're going to be critical because that's our team. We want them to win. But at the same time, when you're being critical, just remember that you're being critical as a, as a, a watcher and a fan and not as GM as somebody who's actually affecting the, the state of the team. It would be fun though. I- And I just finally got the news on Twitter. Per source, source, the Saints who are in the Detroit have a player who has tested positive for COVID-19. Testing currently who were in contact with the player who was on the flight from New Orleans. So I'm telling you, I really think it's the airports. There's so many people that I know that have gotten sick from traveling because they were going on the airports. I have a cousin who came to LA then flew back to down. To, to Dallas, and he got all his family sick. They all but aren't COVID. these team? Aren't these team charters? Nope. You no general public. Thinking, they have like They're supposed own? to be frank, but you're asking mm-hmm. too much, my friend. Well, we need more information. Because, yeah, like how is you know what? And they have these tracking devices that like they tell you who you've been with around yep. and, and, and how long so you've been around for them better and tracking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm sure that they're getting to the bottom. They're not gonna like. They're not going to share that stuff with us, obviously. But they did that. Let's put it this way. They said they handled the baseball. And let's be honest, they did handle the baseball. It's already stopped. And they're still playing on. And the playoffs are going. So let's hope that they handled the the football the same way. You know? My biggest fear is is Mm -hmm. the competitive advantage thing. So when these games get postponed, you know, let's say the player's out, they can only move it. Let's say we're in like week eight, nine. They can bump a few games up, but because there's been so many, now you're getting into extending the season. Let's say that. Yeah. And then these players aren't cleared. They're not cleared to come back. So yeah. the Titans mm-hmm. had, what, five players or something test positive? So yeah. let's say there's three I wide receivers oh that are God, out. Oh, my God, so many. There's mm-hmm. three wide receivers that are out. Now you got to yeah. dip into the practice squad, roll those yep. guys out because you postponed mm-hmm. the game three weeks and they're not ready yeah. to roll. So now you got your practice squad squad guys lining up outside against the pros, you know, of your opposing team, and that's not good football. That's just bad football. That's preseason week four football, right? That's I don't, just, yeah. that's just I don't not think football, it's be, though, baby. It's just going to suck to see a team, yeah. you know, yeah. let's say the team is in contention and then they get to yeah. that point and you lose a couple games because of that. That That's that what sucks. sucks to me. But that's but not good football. Yeah. Frank, that's not good. That's not bad football. That's bad management. Bad management yeah. because you can't do anything why, about it though. Exactly. That's the yeah. truth. That's the truth. But remember when we first started, they wanted to have practice squad versus whatever team was going on. They don't have any 
pre-game seasons and pre-season games. They don't have none of that stuff, and those guys are used to that. So that's what they're looking forward to. So when they're playing their first couple season games, tell me why you don't think that that thing don't seem the same in their mind and their muscle memory as preseason games. Are you? T- but are you talking like a practice squad guy versus a vet? No, I'm talking about the full team coming into preseason. Oh, like the first game, just skipping yeah. preseason. Yeah, but preseason, not always, because just think about this, okay? This is just for me, okay? If I was playing on a team, and let's say we had, I knew that I was going to play the third game in a season, right? But the third game meant that I was going to be the quarterback for the starter of that game, Okay. And then they play these two preseason games. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm watching these teams. I see what they're doing. Okay, all right. Other teams are going to try this. I got you, right? And then when the season starts, all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. That, that's not what you did when you practiced. Hold on. Hold on. Let me readjust. Let my head coach readjust. Let everybody readjust, and let's go back into the oh oh oh, oh shit these pre these season games stop oh shit that means we're that's our real game that's going on our real record we didn't get any preseason games these are like our warm up games the first couple games I don't even count the games that the first two Packers games played because they weren't even that serious but the third game that made a difference. I understand that they got beat by the Raiders, but to me, that don't make a difference. It doesn't matter who beat you prior to my game. It matters you as a game. Drew Brees is not a piece of shit quarterback. He could any time come back and smear you all over that field like a like a butt with a bread with a butter on top. Here you go. Let me, let me just smear you down the field and shit. And we've seen that happen before. So that's why I don't predict. I don't predict anything for any given one time. It just sucks. I hate this year. This year this year is not the same as any year at all. You can't even predict anymore because you don't know what's going to happen from game to game. We didn't well, expect you know anybody to deny to get postponed or any of that. We thought it was just all... This was to be expected, though. It is a pandemic, you know. It was, it was naive to think that there wasn't going to be an outbreak, you know. Not everyone was going to follow directions or like take it serious. I don't. And I can't say that these players that got um, infected weren't following protocol, but maybe they didn't. And it's to be expected. It happened in Major League Baseball, and it. I think NBA got away with. I haven't heard anything about NBA, but it happened to MLB. They figured it out. Hopefully this is just like a, a wake-up call, like a little scare. Yes. People tighten stuff up. Yep. Hopefully. get back on it. That's what I'm hoping. That is Hopefully. my hope. Yeah, I think that too. If that's a wake-up call to other players and they go, man, I don't want to get postponed. You're out of your, right. your normal. They always sit preach routine. You don't want to get out of your mm-hmm. routine and uh, get yeah. bumped to an early bye week or a later double mm-hmm. header. So hopefully yeah. they, it, it gets under control. 
So yeah, one of the two me. last questions were, how early is it too early to tell about legit quote unquote teams? Did they, are, yeah. we, are we? I thought worried we talked about, about that one already. Well, yeah, but we didn't because we didn't specify the teams that are already winning. Yes, we know the the Packers are on top of it. We know we're doing a pretty good. How early we can very, early? very easily fall behind if we don't pay attention to who we're coming up against. I think week five and six, you can say this team is solid. What do you yeah. think, Frank? Yeah, you got to get to the midseason point, but you got to at least get to to like that week 10 because by week 10, you kind of have a feel of how that division is going to play out. And all the player, I mean, you're, you're – you want to win the division so you can get in the playoffs and do all that home sure. field. When they're out of it, players check out, and then the on-field product kind of shows. And like Bill Parcells always said, you are what your record says you are. So That's the truth! Right? Somebody so scream it louder for the people in the back. So like 13 week 10, and 3! Yeah, week 10, you kind of know who's going to be there and who's not. So... Week 10 is kind of where you go. This guy, this team's legit. They're gonna, I'm going to see them in the postseason. That's when I kind of make my, maybe not predictions, but your finality of the teams that you're pretty sure are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's true. It's too early. It's way too early right now to say legit or not legit. Because we ra- literally ran the table after this week in 2015. All the way to the fucking NFC, uh, the NFC TTDG. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ran the yeah. team all the way till there. So that's not fair. But, like, I mean, honestly, there's two things that are happening right now. COVID, mm-hmm. okay? COVID yeah. is, is mm-hmm. banging a lot of people out. And also injuries, dude. Mm, Why are yeah. all these injuries happening? Why so many torn ACLs? Why so many? What is that? Is it because we're not, we didn't get to practice? Wh- what is going on with that? Like, I, I why could go is on a so tangent many? for this. Go for it, please. I swear to God. This, I'm a workout warrior. I'm like a gym rat. I'm obsessed with it. I've, I've been working out. Oh my God, 10 plus years. I never take days off. I'm in there three to four days a week, guaranteed. And to me, if you look at, I don't, it's a whole long kind of winded thing. But if you look at football from the eighties to now, right? How did these, everybody gets hurt. I'm not saying they don't. Every season players are hurt. It never happens. It'll never stop. It's always going to go on. But players used to not even work out after the season was over they would they would go home and do nothing if you listen to you know even Leroy Butler Gary Ellerson from the Packers 80s players 90s players that off season that was their reward you know they train a little bit do their thing eat what they want get out of shape but then when you come back to mini camp that's what that was for to get in game shape to get pads to get hit and go through your body get your body ready the muscle memory getting hit, taking hits, the collisions, and so on. Well, now we're in the era of you work out year-round. Year-round, 24-7, you work out. So not only do you work out in a team environment, getting your specific 
strength and conditioning coaches that treat your, you know, position and train you for your position, you know, linebackers, they're going to train a different way than a, than a DB, a wide receiver is going to train for speed, you know, all these different things. So when that gets all out of whack, they go out in the off season and train on their own with their own personal trainers that probably do different stuff than the team. Maybe they overtrain. Overtraining is a huge thing in anything. I've done it myself, and you can hurt, you get yourself hurt. You don't get any contact now in the off season, in the mini camps. So when these mini camps come and it's a basic shorts and a walkthrough, yeah. Now it's preseason. We, you know, now you're getting hit. I heard mm -hmm. Leroy Butler and Ellerson say specifically that's when mm -hmm. those injuries happen. When you have zero mm -hmm. contact. And now all of a sudden you're getting hit, body's not ready mm -hmm. for that. You have to start absorbing that over time. And then you're kind of like, it's just a window. You get in that window, the season starts and you're ready to roll. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. But you're setting yourself up more not having this, con even if it's light contact, to have light contact and still take those hits, you're getting yourself ready. And without it, you're giving yourself more chance for injury. And I think that's why it happens a lot more now and it's way more frequent than ever. I've been wanting to do like a story on this for so long. Yeah, you should. Just to like get a, a player's perspective on it because I don't mm -hmm. know, I can, I can work out like a crazy guy, right? And I, re I do hill sprints. I tweaked my yeah. ankle and my Achilles so bad because all mm -hmm. I was doing were these crazy leg workouts for months. That's all I did. I was like, I got to oh, get wow. in shape. You know, I got to build my legs and that's all. So it's mm -hmm. like overtraining is a real thing. Mm. Oh, wow. I know they're athletes, right? They're premier athletes. They're, mm -hmm. you know, we, we're more, we're mere mortals compared to them, but um, yeah, it overtraining, it doesn't care what kind of person you are. It's your body, it's your muscles. It's everything. So that's tell them, what Frank, I think. tell them, Frank, tell them that they are not fucking super fucking heroes that they are human right? and that they have shit can get to them just like we get to them. We get to us when we're dream rats. Yeah, that I mean, we're, I've been, when we're trying to go out and do our best, they're trying to do think, the best they can for us. I think for the most part, they were, ha they were having to do workouts on their own. So it wasn't like a team based yes. workout. So maybe they were doing something different too much. They, since they were more in control of it, they were a little doing too much doing it the wrong way or I don't know, somehow. So that, I, I can see that being a factor. Yeah, everything, and you don't know what they, you know, what was, if you're told you're on your own for the off season, get your workouts mm -hmm. in, do what you got to do, you get the, right. you know, the freedom to do it how you want to do it. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but yeah. if it's that much different than what the team normally does for you in a normal off season, that can throw your body off. You know, hundred percent on something. Hundred percent. Yeah, you want to work on something um, to improve upon it. You know, maybe you focus on it too long, or something. I, yeah. It can go so many different ways. There's so many different angles it's to so that. So many stuff. things. Frank, you're hundred percent right. Of you're hundred percent right. To be honest with you, because I was a gym rat some years ago before I got in a really bad tar car wreck. Um. <laughs> it was a, not to my, anybody else but to myself I was like wait the fuck a minute like 
why do I seem so weak? <laughs> like, why am I contributing? I contributed must not to anybody else but myself. Why am I not contributing as much whatever's going on or whatever? And then we become to focus on what everybody else thinks about our progress and not what we think about our own progress. And if they think that players don't focus on that shit, that players don't think about things that we say as a fan base, they're crazy. Because I've seen Aaron Rodgers say it last year. And he's like, I know our fan base doesn't have much faith in us, but I believe we can do it. Well, they read, they they read the headlines and everything, too. But the other thing, think of all the Twitter workout videos that you've seen this offseason, right? Marquise Brown. Yeah. Catching balls in I the driveway. That. Guys jumping on medicine balls, doing squats. I mean, it runs the gamut of stuff. So when another athlete sees a you know teammate or somebody on another team doing a workout where he goes, Oh shit, I should try that. And you change. You change right. your routine. Sometimes yeah. changing your routine is not a good thing, right? You just start doing completely different stuff. You're not consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. Sometimes it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just like the gym. You know, I walk in the gym and I'll see guys doing this, see guys doing that. And I'm like, oh, I should probably start doing that because I never do this style A of workout or, you know, that I bet that would improve my shoulders or something. Like, so we always get mm-hmm. different ideas and want to do different things. But everybody, the biggest thing is the ego, of course, but then you want to do a workout that's custom for you. And that's, that's the problem. Like when you read these magazines and you see all this other stuff, well, here's the workout that you gained, you know, you drop 10% body fat. Well, that's built for a person. They do have to talk to each other. You're hundred yeah, well, percent right. Frank. Those things are built for somebody that's six one two twenty five, and I'm five, eight, you know, this or that. So it's all different. It, it has to be tailored for you. And that's where it gets wrong with, style of workout the type of workout the diet the diet's huge huge Mm -hmm. yeah but aaron Rodgers is still the king so whatever he says you fucking do hey speaking you get the hell out of the green bay packers and working out that state farm commercial where he's throwing the ball for the dog yeah why does the state farm guy have the schmedium shirt on what do, God, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Just put, just put the large on. It's okay. That's he's, hilarious. He's built. <laughs> I mean, he looks good, but just oh my, he's we don't to have to rock the schmediums. <laughs> don't leave, leave it in the drawer. Get the State Farm gear that fits, oh and you're fine. Oh my God. What is his name? Oh, Frank, Frank you are fucking hilarious. I think it's Schmedium Steve. <laughs> 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 something like that i don't know oh my god that's hilarious so what are our final thoughts then for Tim the night i know it's late for well, you guys it's only nine for me <laughs> yeah lucky here's the thing one of the things that i saw on the timeline is that i don't even know to be honest with you why so many think that for a three and oh team we're still the most overrated team. And these are Packers fans. Like, oh, I never God. get yeah. over it. For me, when we were 13-3, and I was like, damn, for the worst team at 13-3, God damn. <laughs> like, woo, yeah, that means we're going to be fucking up some shit next year. 
now they're still, you know, call us whatever it is. Just, just stay there. Don't listen to the bullshit. Don't listen to the haters. You need to follow the team and follow the, the offense. The defense is going to fall in line. They're either fall in line or they'll fall behind. And that's what we need to rely on. Because the offense is obviously putting up the points. That's what we need to focus on. Because that was our biggest problem last year. And guess what? We still won 13 games, bitch. So fuck you. So So vulgar tonight. I'm just... (laughs) If you That's you been on my 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 shows, baby, you'll you'll know it gets worse. That's why I tell everybody don't don't be soft and sensitive and shit when you listen to my show. Just listen to be open hearted. Say what you want to say. Feel how you want to feel. If you want to feel different than me, that's okay with me. Because you know what? We're going to find out who's right and who's wrong at the end of the season. But there's always remember there's one rule. I'm right, and if you can't agree with that, refill to rule one. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As much as like Packer fans complain, you, there's always going to be someone that's complaining, right? There's always someone who's going to be unhappy. I always choose to look at things. Yeah, I'm, I can get, I can be toxic, and I can be negative sometimes. That's especially tough. When we when I watch games, I get tunnel vision, and I get stuck on the bad stuff. But once the game is over and everything's said and done, stats start coming out. You get to see the bigger picture. So I always tell the Packer fans, what is the bigger picture? After now that we overreacted and we made all this fuss about whatever was going on in the game, what is the bigger picture? And the bigger picture here is we're three and zero. I think that our offense is playing phenomenally, and it's only week three and there's room for improvement i see us getting better and better as everybody starts getting acclimated and just getting warmed up and getting in sync and just getting used to being back out in the field i see mvs improving i see um our defense improving people are coming back from injury so the so there's hope there's hope packer fans don't feel hopeless it's i get i get you i'm there when we get negative i feel you but Let's say positive and let's say go Paco. Damn right. That's I'm in the, I'm gonna say the same thing almost, but I've lived here for twenty some years and I'll be honest and I you can kill me on Twitter if you want, but Packer <laughs> fans are the absolute most unpatient fan base I have ever been around. They are we're so they spoiled. Are, they are the equivalent of laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. They're smart. They're smart, mm-hmm. but they're just so extreme. They're like the, the 12-year-old, your 12-year-old kid that's like the end of the world because they dropped their can of soda or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yes. You got to, they got to, what Jamie said, they got, you got to see the bigger picture. Don't panic. Mm. And if you think it's overrated, fine. Let the season play out. Keep an open mind and see what happens. Take, you know, like you said, every any given Sunday, right? This whole league is crazy. Through yeah. our foot, through the games, think of all the games you've watched the past five years, right? Just give it five years. How many crazy things have you seen in these games of teams that weren't supposed to win that absolutely won, and, right. and vice versa? So the Packers. When they won the Super Bowl, 
at the point midway when we had, I think it was 12 player, 12 defensive players on injured, injured reserve. Nobody was talking Super Bowl. Everybody was doom and gloom. The season's over. We're done. Cash it in. I'm out. I don't want to go to games. I listened to all that crap on the radio. Yeah. People at work. And they won the Super Bowl. They won it. So anything mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Anything can happen. Nothing. Just win the damn division and get a yeah. spot in the playoffs and let it rip. So I think... Fuck the Vikings. Just see the whole picture. Say whatever you want to say, Vikings fans. The bigger picture helps you. Because you haven't won shit. Not (laughs) shit. Now, it doesn't even matter what one title. One title. We've won 12 banners and four Super Bowls. So fuck you. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Fuck the Vikings, okay? Mic drop. And let's just put it that way. And I mean, that's the honest to God truth. I'm not saying that we're 100% good all the time because you know what? I am that fan that I'm going to always be on the positive side of it because honestly, even if we've been in the positive on the on the offense or the positive on the defense, we've always been ahead of the game one way or another, okay? It just takes a time for us to catch up in that thing. Okay, well, let us try. Stop doubting us, first of all. Stop looking at last season, 13-3, and which is a damn good season, by the way. Um, And stop making that the point of view. Look at the other team. Look at what they're doing. Look at how they're playing. Look how everything's changing from week to two weeks and then just stay up like you know like just just be a fan you're not a fucking gm you're not a good you don't get paid by them calm your ass down you know what i'm saying like i personally think that a lot of things that we see on the outside looking in is different but tell me how the difference from work that you a job that you work at tell me how that differs it's no different. And you guys adding the players and talking shit to the players is absolutely ridiculous. That's garbage. Because everybody who acts the players, I'll bet you every one of you motherfuckers couldn't even make the play that you're talking shit to them about. Let's just talk about that. So. I'm good with that. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I'm never going to add a player. I feel like that's way overboard, way overboard, because they're humans. People try to say, well, that's their job. They're supposed to do a certain amount of things. Okay. I'm supposed to work probably 70 hours a week. Does that mean that that 70 hours is supposed to be A plus 70 hours? Okay. Well, I get tired, bitch. Sometimes we Twitter alone is out of control. (laughs) Oh, Twitter's Twitter's been out of control since a long ass time ago. So, well, I know, but just even overall, and like during the season, especially fantasy is just off the rails. I can't even, I don't even check out certain feeds. I make my own list mm, and I stay on the mm-hmm. list because the other stuff is absolute garbage. Jamie does that too. Jamie <laughs> writes, way to she go. made a positive Packers, Packers list. I mute a lot of my people. 
during the season when they start talking short and shit, I'm like, damn, dude, like, who are you? Get a grip. Yeah, it gets out, it gets out of hand. But yeah, Packers is just stay the course, and I think the team's going to be fine. I don't see any issues, and I, I'm more patient as an NFL fan, and most people mm-hmm. aren't. And mm-hmm. I think that's, a, that's the biggest thing. People freak out. It's a, it's a Sunday to Sunday league. Every, it's always different. Mm-hmm. You just got to ride it until the last couple games. And then you, then you know if you're in or out. And then you can say, all right, the season's over, I'm out. Or you're getting in and see what happens. But, yeah, just see the bigger picture and be patient. You got to be patient. There is a dagger. There is a dagger. See the bigger picture, be patient. Yes. There well, is a that dagger. was a great show. Mm-hmm. There is a dagger. In every game, there's what we call a game dagger. That yeah. means that that was the last play that was played before we're going to be able to either catch up or not. And I don't care what anybody says, but every game has a dagger. There's your Wayne Larrabee dagger. There's your dagger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Iconic. Iconic. I love that. We call. had a really good thing mm-hmm. because not everybody's going to agree on everything. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that we all love football. And we all understand how it's played. But we're human. We're going to see it a different way. And honestly, it could go mm-hmm. either way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it could go one way or another. We'll be like, oh, shit. Well, we thought it was going to go this way, but. I guess so-and-so is coming back, so guess what happens? I like that, that you were kind of a a Ravens, like you like the Ravens a little bit. I love the Ravens. (laughs) Jamie tried to jump on me the other day because I said... As long as she said that Lamar was, was okay, and I was average. like, he's not just okay. He's a good quarterback. <laughs> he is good. He's good. Look, he's his own. Lamar relies guys heavily have, he's, he's on his injuries. Defense. And these guys are dropping balls he left does. and right. Mm-hmm. The Ravens gotta put up, put up more paint, more points than their defense lets go, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, they will, but as a but quarterback... But they were also playing the Chiefs, you know? Yeah, I don't really... That that game didn't bother me. They're going to see him again. It's just way too early right now. Yeah. But the if you look at Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, mm-hmm. I love him because mm-hmm. since day one, he's backed up everything he said. The first mm-hmm. year, he said, I'm going to mm-hmm. get better, and he did. Well, the second true. year, mm-hmm. I'm going to get... Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it to the Super Bowl. He almost he's did. Talented. He went to that game. It was oh, all wow. like he's he's taken the next steps in his development. It's only really year three for him, so yeah. you get some more weapons and and some more protection. More weapons. Yeah. Yep. He'll be, oh my he'll god, be his own line. He was running for his life the whole game. Come on, give him a break. Yeah, they poor Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> he tried, but you know what? Let me tell you something here. Okay, I may not do it now, but back when I was a teenager. I was a, I was involved Alicia, in all you're the making track. Me hungry. Girl, I'm I'm starving to death right now with my carrots. So <laughs> when I was in track, 
I did really good with the the jumpers. Like I was always top of the line of the jumpers, flexibility, um, longevity, all that shit. And let me tell you something. <coughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> that when my uh -huh. team, okay, let me just say this outright. When my team offensively put up more stats than the ones that were protecting us against the other team putting up those stats, as long as we got more and longer and better, it didn't matter what the offense of the other team put up because our offense already put up and it was up to our defense to stop them from being better than our offense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell me that I'm wrong. Nope. 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 <laughs> right. Exactly. Negative. I, I, I will always believe that <laughs> because an offense could put up 55 points. All right. A defense could put up 35 points, but also defend the opposite the post opposing defense excuse me the opposing offense but putting up more points and still catch up and catch up to them and beat them by one point let's put it that way no yep. we just ran from the cops uh -huh. i didn't get away by by the way <laughs> we didn't run i didn't run track or none of that i wish i would have Dude, police in Wisconsin, they had me pegged. There are a bunch of Mayberry cops here. <laughs> What's that? Mayberry cops? Mm hmm If you ever look at that old Leave it to Beaver black and white TV show. Oh. <laughs> or, or what's his name from The Simpsons? Um. <laughs> cops are a joke out here. Right now. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Because it's small town. You know what I mean? So they're yeah. they don't they don't see the big stuff. And yeah. they're just the yeah. Stuff. Look, let's just put it the perfect example is this the other day. My oh. friend Kimmy, she says, Oh well, I got I'm gonna have a staycation, right? And I'm like, Oh, that's beautiful. I'm in Lockhart. <laughs> okay, there's twelve fucking thousand people here. There ain't no studio hotels here that are any kind of vacation there's no resort there's nowhere you can check in that you can check into a resort so if you and your staycation is more expensive and more going as as a uh a san diego staycation of course but it's the it's the difference in my offense versus their if their offensive defense you feel me Every difference, I don't care how you look at it, every team has a week and a not so week. So, your mm -hmm. vacation is better than their vacation, and you're there for longer than a week, and they're there shorter than the week, uh -huh. you're winning, and they exactly. can fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I knew exactly. it. I knew it. That's right. Let's just be honest about it. People don't think about that shit. People don't. They don't think about that shit. 
They blame Aaron Rodgers for all our failures, but that's not true. Not at all. Not at all. I think a lot of the fan base, though, still has a bone up their ass about Rodgers oh, because yeah. because of the Brett Favre thing. And like, oh, yeah. I remember going to the training. One of the camp. older ones, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is. Because I, I remember going to the training camp when Rodgers was a rookie and they were booing yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I People remember were mean that shit. to him. Yeah. That I couldn't believe that. I could not believe that. I was like, man, I feel bad for that guy. You're a rookie. I know. And, and you're coming here and they're they're booing you at a practice. That's when they had But yet on, you're um, still gonna give them every fucking bit of you that you've yeah. got. Yeah. Every so like bit of it. Those kind of fans, they're out there. And if if you're not gonna win win them over by now, you're never gonna win them over. And it's the same yeah, thing. That's right. There, I mean, when Lamar Jackson got drafted by the Ravens, That's right. the people hated that pick, and they hated him mm-hmm. because, oh, he's just another Michael Vick. We're not going to win anything. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, when I was at the game, and they're one game away from, you know, getting to the Chiefs, go to the Super Bowl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Every, oh, I love, I've been a Lamar Jackson fan for years, forever. I love to be <laughs> like, Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you never they, but on the radio, man, they're out full force, you know. Same thing, same thing. Exactly the same thing. Right. And there's a whole lot of people that won't admit it. And that's okay. That's fine. But, like, whenever they come at me about my bullshit about, okay, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. They always try to say, well, you're an Aaron Rodgers fan because you came in where Aaron Rodgers came in. No, bitch. Actually, let's just look back when I came in. I came when Don Majowski came in, okay? So if you really want to look back at it, let's see who I should have been mad at. Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I've had Who the fuck was an Aaron Rodgers? I've had that conversation too, and I'll say, I kind of say it, they'll say something like, well, hello, we probably like Rodgers since he was a rookie, huh? Uh -huh. And I'll be like, Hmm. well, remember when when Don Magic Mikowski played for the Colts? And they'll go, yeah. And I'll go, oh, no, he didn't play for the Colts. He played for the Packers. That's how long oh. it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You juke them, and then you got them. Mm-hmm. It's yep. funny. People know names, okay? Brett Favre is a huge name for the Packers, and I will never deny that. Never. Never. Okay? Brett Favre brought us out of a really tough era. He wouldn't have been there, however, if Don Majowski hadn't got injured. Let's just be real there. Um, Reggie White. And then. Mm-hmm. Look how complete those right. teams were, though. Exactly. <laughs> nobody's going nobody's gonna to agree with you. Because they don't want to admit that there was other people besides Brett Farm and Brett Farm and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Brett Farm. Yeah, they're not listening to the whole radio shows and stuff. And with oh, you know, they sure the are. The players talk about those teams. Man. Yeah. It sure aren't. Not even a little bit. That's the honest got truth. That's where I get in a lot of um, arguments with Brett Farm players, uh, Brett Farm fans, because. I'm not against Brett Favre, okay? As a Packer football player. <clears throat> when he played for the Packers, 
outstanding. Super Bowls. He never missed a game. That's great. As a person, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You played for the Vikings just to spite Aaron Rodgers, your own fucking quarterback for the team that you just played all those years for, motherfucker. So, fuck you. And anybody can drag me all they want to, and I don't give a fuck. And they've dragged me a number of times. People have unfollowed me. Brett Favre gets all the respect up until the day he quit the Packers. And after that, he can suck it. I didn't really like him after the whole dick pic thing either. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Fucking bird. I don't know if you listen to our other... <laughs> our other... <laughs> our other podcast. Uh-huh. We may or may not have brought that up. <laughs> we may or not have voiced our personal opinions of it. <laughs> But you should check it out if you haven't. But that's fun. the problem, though. And I don't really hold people against that. Sorry. You can have opinion, whatever that you want, about Red Farm. You like them, that's your shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't like them. I have my reasons. I voice my opinions. If you don't accept that, that's your problem. But don't tell me that I'm wrong. I've had people unfollow me because... Uh, but I'm very, very vocal about how I feel about Brett Favre. Hey, like, I, 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 you can't tell me. me I yeah. Post. yeah. So I'm like, well, <laughs> damn, you knew. You already knew my feelings. Now you're just making it super obvious that it offended you. So, okay. Put it out there so All I right. can unfollow you too, to be honest. I think it's funny. I always laugh when people unfollow or block me, which I'm not sure why anybody's blocking me, but they do. I got a funny unblock story. Oh, really? What was that? You know who Jason Wildey is, the the Packers beat reporter? Yeah. With the- I've heard that he guy. Has, uh-huh. He always has the craziest questions during pressers. I'm always rolling my eyes sometimes. Yeah, when I first moved up here, I loved him. I, I really, I was a big fan of his, so... Mm-hmm. I would follow him all the time. So then when I started doing fantasy football, I set up my account and I never troll people. I don't talk shit. I don't do any of that stuff ever. I do ever. all of that. I just don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> get in Twitter fucking arguments. I don't have time for that right. shit. Fuck so, so after a while, mm-hmm. I was on there probably for like three months, the first three months of, of starting that fantasy account. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I got to follow Will D. I bet you he's got a Twitter. I look him up, and I'm blocked. Ah. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? So I'm like, <laughs> I never I never said anything bad about him. I, I love the guy. He's like one of my favorite reporters. I've, mm-hmm. I've listened to him for 10 plus years, right? Read his articles mm-hmm. in the paper. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I did. Well, uh-huh. I went up to the practice last year. And I saw him. I ran into him. Oh and I'm my like, gosh. Will he un- did not ask, you did not ask him. Uh, no, he, he, was, he was walking by. Oh, and I did like him. a double take. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's Wildy. And I went, Wildy, unblock me. Yo, that's hilarious. Oh, it gets better. It gets really better. He kept oh, walking. God. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm not bad. I don't care. 
he probably doesn't even know, maybe blocked the wrong person, right? Thought it was somebody else, a different account. I don't know. Yeah, but I, either way, I'm not mad at him. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I got to get him to unblock me. Like now I'm on a mission, right? Oh my I got, gosh. It, yeah, I'm on like a quest just to do it because I, I don't understand. I didn't do anything I wrong. I love it. How just dare he block me? I know, exactly. <laughs> How dare he? So Go ahead. I got into the ESPN Milwaukee Fantasy League. <laughs> which has that. all of the ESPN Milwaukee hosts, which includes Ooh. Jason Wilde. Ah. So when we did the live Zoom draft, no. I banged, listen, I banged out a quick little thing, message to him. <laughs> and I'll send, it, I'll send it to you if you want to read it. Please send it to me. That's hilarious. And it was, I just made it real nice. Like, hey, I, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> I don't know why you blocked you blocked me. I hope you didn't take something the wrong way. I never intended that. I take pride in not being a troll. And on his radio show, he always uses the word jack wagon to talk about <laughs> asshole callers, right? And uh -huh. So I tried to make I tried to make him laugh and say, "Hey, I'm not a jack a jack wagon. I'm a big fan." So of he yours. knows that you listen to him. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I still try mm -hmm. to listen to him. So I yeah. send them. I I I write it. And I look and I'm like, all right, Frank, are you going to send this? Don't be an asshole if it, you know, don't. <laughs> is he going to take it the wrong way? I proved it. I read it. I waited a couple of minutes and I proved it. You know, I read it again. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I sent it. I'm watching. I'm watching him in the fucking video cam read oh what I wrote. <gasps> He's reading oh, it. Oh, God. What was his face like? He leans forward. He's reading it. He's reading it. <laughs> Shut up. He never responded. And I'm oh, still blocked. Oh, my no! God. No! You're still blocked? Yeah. I was really hoping that you would like, and then he'll block me. <laughs> I so really sad. thought he would. Let's add him and just like harass him to a block. Him. Jamie, what was his app? <laughs> Jason Wildy. His name is Jason Wild. Yeah, like I, I know really his cool name about it. I know his name. I'm gonna send it. To, really I'm gonna cool send it to you it. so you can see because it really you wasn't that anything That's nasty. Hilarious. No, I'm sure it wasn't. So yeah, I'm like on a quest. I gotta get him to unblock me. I'm on a quest. <laughs> oh, Jamie, we're now on a quest too. Don't worry. That's so funny. He'll just ignore you. Probably. You block me because I'm gonna be I made up shit. He'll probably block us. He will because I'm gonna be all up in his business. Jason Wildy, don't unblock us. Also, stop asking weird questions during the pressers. <laughs> he's well, always asking like those. Today, so now he's probably gonna keep it on there. You you called him a hack? Yeah, because I was just pissed today. Oh. He just ask weird questions. Now, if you ask. if you start talking sh shit to him, I can't help you. Yeah, that's I don't, you don't <laughs> have to help. I was just like, I'm done with it. Yeah. There, I sent it to you. You can check it out and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you went through all those lengths. That's hilarious. I wonder why he didn't block you. What did you say? Do you remember saying anything or like? Do you remember? See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm so confident because I never talk shit. And if it's about yeah. the Packers, 
I never talk shit about Packers like at all. So like, why would he block you? I don't understand. What reason? What reason would I have to say anything bad about him? I'm a fan. Yeah. Like, I like. Yeah. I, I know he asks weird questions, but I've <laughs> listened to him for so long and read his shit for so long. Like he's just one of the guys. He's a go-to Packer resource for me. I always go to yeah. him. Yeah. He always gets the scoop. He used to have Aaron Rodgers on his show every Tuesday, a couple years mm -hmm. ago. Oh. I just, oh, that's McAfee. Huh? McAfee. 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 McCraffrey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got stuck saying his name. Pat McAfee. That's who's on his show every Tuesday. Is McAfee is on. Aaron Rodgers is on his show every Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not a Pat McAfee fan. Oh, still the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of his at all. Uh oh. Really? I think he's so funny. I think he's funny. I only watch. I only watch when when Aaron Rodgers is on. I'll be on. Yeah, I was just about to say when she was about to say the only time I've really paid attention to him is when he has Aaron Rodgers on. Yeah, his, he wears That's on me for some reason. Them. Interesting. He's a lot. He's intense. He has yeah. a lot of energy. I can see how he can be a, a little bit much for some. But that's why me, that's why I tell everybody I'm like, that's why people leave me because they just, they, they just had enough because they really don't know. Like, they don't know how intense it can be. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be all about Packers, but I want everybody to be chill. Like, you say whatever the fuck you want to say. You don't care about the cussing. You don't care about none of that stuff. That stuff doesn't matter. That's what we're going to post. You know? Because every mm -hmm. fan has their own opinion, Matt. Because we all see it differently. Mm -hmm. We all see it differently. I don't care how and what angle you're looking at through the game. You're not going to see the same as somebody else. And let's just put it that way. Because there's a lot of things that I say that I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, but every, other people cool are like terrible. And then other people are like, oh, well, that was really great. And then I'm thinking, well, what the fuck are you looking at? You know? Guess who just responded to me right now? Who's that? Uh, Mike. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah. supposed to be on the podcast with us. I was like, you suck. <laughs> it was like, I really suck. Actually downloaded Zoom and passed out. <laughs> He did. I know he did because he told me like 10 minutes before. Oh my god. It's fine though. We had a really great dis discussion and everybody had their own views and we could agree with some and some we, we may not think aren't exactly right but we can always look at it and we'll look back and we who knows. It could be in consideration later that it's good or, or or that is bad, whatever. But everybody has to have their own. But we're not gen general managers. We're fucking fans, dude. We're supposed to fucking cheer our fan, our team on. We're not supposed to tear them the fuck down. And one thing that I hate and I wanted to ask about tonight was everybody's thoughts on people atting the players. To me, if you can't get out there and do what you're telling them that they're sucking at, then you need to shut your fucking trap. Because <laughs> I know damn well that I can't get out there and, yeah. and, and feel no hard pass. I know I can't 
tackle no guy in his Aww. run route. I know that I can't ta- tackle no guy in his red zone. So when you're talking about, oh, well, he sucks. And let's just make this the last, the last subject. Mm-hmm. That run route that everybody there was like five missed tackles and our defense oh, is yeah. bullshit. All right, let's talk talk about it a little bit. When homie took off running, first of all, he's a good running back. <laughs> Second of all, he's fast. Okay, can any one of you mo- motherfuckers catch him? No, probably not. Could the first guy probably have done a little better job? Maybe. Second guy was just trying to jump because he was like, I'm too far from him. I'm just going to make an effort. The guy that jumped, which was obviously our dude, jumped and shoulder bumped him. (laughs) Should that have been a better play? Hell yeah. Should he have reached out, open arms, and grabbed that guy and drug him down? Absolutely. Did he do that? No. Did the guy after that do a bad job properly? But was it five missed tackles? I don't feel like that. Five? No. Three? Mm, two for sure. But that's just my my thought. Hey, I got to jump off. I got to get up early tomorrow. Thanks, Frank. Okay. We appreciate your um, input. But, you know, um, um, that's the thing like all of us are just amateurs we're from the outside looking in and that's what we look at Mm -hmm. so you can say whatever you want to say but we don't know huh nice oh i said to meet you thank you and nice to meet you oh hell yeah that was fun and hopefully we'll have many many more shows on the upcoming events <laughs> don't pay any attention to my drunk hiccups i wasn't supposed to get that drunk jamie if you keep laughing at me i'm coming to california i'm sorry yeah, I Frank, for, don't um, pay any t- attention to her just no, hit me up if you want to do any other packer stuff too for um any other games coming up or whatever i'm down let me know yeah for after sure. we play the falcons on Monday, we'll have another show on like Wednesday or Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday mm-hmm. or Thursday, I don't know when. But I'll email you. Okay, yeah, if I can do it for sure. And uh, any other topics or whatever too are cool. Oh, yeah. So for yeah, sure. guys, hit them up at the Fantasy Wire HQ. Yeah! Thanks, Frank. Thank you, guys. Good night. Thanks, Bye. Night. Bye-bye. <laughs>